come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Welcome to the Half in the Bag Movie Podcast. What are you doing? That's not entirely true. I'm half in the bag. But... I disagree with the first 10 what? seconds of this podcast so hard that I, I don't... You're more I'm... than half in the bag? Ooh, no, the, just... Okay. Strong I'm disagree. Just, yeah, strong. Right, hard strong disagree. disagree. Hard pass. We love Big the guys. Moves. We're on the way. <laughs> on our way to the on bag. The Jesus, this feels like an away game. Uh, so this is the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast that you've stumbled across on the darkest corners of the internet. Thank you for listening. You can yes. find us, if you haven't already, on uh, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Podcast Addict, and everywhere that fine podcasts are found. If you found us there, stop what you're doing. Well, no. Don't keep, stop what Keep playing this. Keep just doing. Please, while you're please. doing this, Multitask. hop on over, multitasking, and give us a like, a star review, a thumbs up, a review. Probably whatever. a multi-star review. Yeah. A multi-star yeah. review. Because, yeah, not just a star. <laughs> but you know why that they need to do this? Because this it helps with the algorithms. Yes. And that's it's all what about algorithms. Really Those algorithms. About. Although yeah. I'm more concerned about that you just, uh, half our listeners probably just stopped listening because you said, stop what you're doing, and they now <laughs> cannot hear the rest of the directions. It's all over. Stopped. Okay, so I'm going to change done. that in the future. Please no do. more stop what you're doing. Uh, but yeah, give us uh, give us a review because that helps us get found by other folks who are interested in the same stuff that you are. Tell other people about us. And hey, we'll even read those reviews on our show later in Igor's sure. mailbag sure. segment uh, later on before we do our we wrap like ups, which I'm read. sure we can read. We can. Sometimes we, we, we braille. We've also sure. established yes. that. Yeah. Sean we, is an advocate I'm for an the braille. I'm an avid brailler. Yep. Uh, need it or not. Well, let's go around the table and introduce ourselves to this week's Saturday Night Freak Show Irregulars. Uh, I'm Chris. Holly. Sean. And I'm Colin. And tonight we watched the movie that was chosen by... Sean. What did we watch tonight? <laughs> we watched 1998's The Faculty. The Faculty. The Faculty. The Faculty. And to watch the faculty, we recruited a member of the faculty. Oh, yes. Yes. Of a yes. faculty. Of a faculty. A faculty. Uh, of a school which will be unnamed. Yes. A faculty. A faculty. It's okay. A, a current faculty member at a current school. So there you go. Yes. <laughs> so you're going ex- uh, to... I'm probably the least prepared for this quiz. I don't know. You're going to relate your experiences versus what you've seen on screen. Uh-huh. You're going to tell us the similarities. Oh, it was exactly like high school. I feel so. How many people were stabbed Wait, after your school? Yeah. From the student perspective or the teacher perspective? Uh, from both. Uh, yeah, no, no. We do, uh, I mean, we are around the Rockford area, so the death toll may be the same comparable to schools. <laughs> Just I mean, saying it might that's be. True. Actually, theoretically, uh, nobody, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it, but but nobody actually dies. I think some people did die. They, they kind of we'll deal with sex Makina all of it, don't they? Well, um, I think we'll, when we get to the end. kind of do the magic we'll waving of there. the fingers? Okay. Uh, I don't mean to, to ruin up. it for everybody, but. Mm. Well. We're going to ruin it for we're, him we're anyway, teasing, so yeah. we'll get That's there. Right. Okay, so, if it wasn't uh, ruined the first time you watched it, just by watching it, we'll ruin it. That was, it was so 90s. It's very uh, 90s. I, I, what man, I feel like I'm in 90s. college again. 1998. Okay, so this follows Scream. It follows, it follows Scream I know what you did last summer. Okay, yeah. so we're very and, in and it. Oh, we're in it. And it's definitely, it. it's definitely in that sardonic phase of, of Miramax's kind of zenith where it, it, it was so popular, Miramax, that they could just put out whatever this and was, people would go see it. This was straight Miramax, right? I didn't see a Dimension logo. No, it was no, a 
Dimension. Oh, Dimension. Oh, Dimension. Oh, yeah. Dimension. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I must have missed. I was looking uh-huh. away. It Dimension. has the uh, the, the prerequisite mm. Marco Beltrami score, it which you does. have to have. Which was, he was just on contract for Miramax and Dimension at that point. Yeah, I think like, so. It's a scary movie starring teens. Marco Beltrami will <laughs> which, score this. Which is, is far more frightening in hindsight with, with Harvey involved. Uh, you know, a lot you're of, like, wow, what kind of horror actually went on on yeah. that set? Yeah, but this one has the upside as a Robert That would be the real horror movie to make now. But it takes place so far removed from Hollywood that like you think he actually flew out to Austin because Robert Rodriguez I bet you he cast every girl in that movie no, not Robert Rodriguez. Uh, yeah, Harvey uh, had the sign off. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. There is I'm a sure. Now that like for yeah. uh, Planet Terror, uh, Harvey had to sign off and Rose, Rose McGowan, McGowan, yeah, as the star in that. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, I know the, the horror off. probably started in pre-production when they were casting. That's where the horror of this movie really started. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that Josh Hartnett. I just heard he was on uh, Malton on Movies, and he was saying that during the faculty, he was working. Both uh, Halloween H two O and the faculty, like at the yeah. same time, mm-hmm. he was shuttling hmm. back and forth. Yeah. I think hmm. so. That was also, I think, a Harvey. Uh, that was a dimension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. so well, it was Bob. Bob, well, Bob Weinstein. Is, yeah, Bob's was, dimension, but Harvey's. I'm sure, and this is not a. Harvey's probably got his hand in everything. That's not a pun. <laughs> I want to. Say, <laughs> oh my god, sure that was awful. Yikes. But that's. I'm sure it is. <laughs> Harvey ruins that pun, not the pun. It's there, right. by the well, way. we should yeah. say that fellow me tour Harry Knowles of Annie Cool News also this? appears in this movie. I haven't kept track of that. How's that going on? Like, I he, think that he fucking leave. And that was that, that, yeah. He had to step away good. from his own website, and his sister, I think, is uh, taking over. I don't know. I haven't been back since. Is uh, it his sister or is it like him in a wig? He's like, oh, I don't know. Because there was Harry like a whole, Knowles, a whole lot of stuff. Because <laughs> they were connected with the Alamo Draft House, and there was an issue there. Wow. I think, also. Well, yeah. Yeah, and this this was shot in because in that area in Austin. Austin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I know they're a big fan of it. Did Alamo have... World, but pretty darn close. Did Alamo they have a... oh, Alamo, uh, Alamo Draft House is from yeah, that's from uh, Austin. It is. They also own Neon and everything. Yeah, the production company. But they also well, it's Tim League. Big... It was he's different than uh, so Tim League owns Alamo Draft House and Neon Pictures. It was a different guy, Devin Faraci. Devin Faraci is the one yeah. who's associated with Alamo Drafthouse because that's Birth Movies Death. That's the yep. website that they're. He was yeah. the editor in chief of. That's mm-hmm. the one who had the problem. He had to step away from that. Yeah, yeah. So Me Too has invaded the Saturday Night Freak Show with this pick. Thank yes. you very much yeah. of the faculty. <laughs> and did you even hit on the fact that Danny Masterson? Is oh yeah, in yes. Oh, we, we, we haven't gotten there yet. And, and, yeah, and even <laughs> triple. Wow, it, there it everything. is. I, all it, of it. Man, not not my. <laughs> All when I them. brought this to That's bring okay. some sort of uh, you know <laughs> social issue to uh, light in this, it just happened to be that way. Yeah. What happened? Whatever happened to Birds Robert of a Rodriguez? Flock together. What happened I mean, to Robert Rodriguez? Well, what happened to him after like, this? What, or yeah, what where is he, he doing now? right now? Because right now, I mean, at this point, are we talking like faculty now? No, or no, now, no. This is 2018. This. He did like Sin City 2, and then there that was, was just years like, Fuck ago, you. Sean. I mean, but no, I'm saying he's running the L. Ray Network. I think he got that off the ground. Didn't it, oh, didn't Battle it Angel Alita is oh, his. that's did, coming out. Is this he directing? Summer. Yeah. All right. So yeah. that's what he's been working on for probably the past couple of years. It's right. not Spy Kids Five. No, he gave up on three. Like, but three was like in 2003. No, there's a Spy Kids 4D. They have a 4D so now. 4D? Yeah, there's a 4D. 4D? Apparently, they so travel Colin through time. Fuck all that. <laughs> wow. 
I did and own Shark Spy Boy Kids. And there, 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 it there it is. They're no longer kids. What was the other kids? They've got to be spy holes. young adults by now. Yeah. You would think they got to grow up. Yeah. Holes isn't that a Robert Rodriguez movie? I think it is. No. Right? Holes isn't Robert. Oh, let's find that out. That can't be. No. How much money are we putting on the table for this? I put five dollars. Five dollars. What's the bet? I'll double that. He's talking directed. No, 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 no. I'll bet you. No, 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 no. I'll bet you. No, 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 no. Five bucks. We're gonna find out right now. We're gonna. I'll find out. Agreement. I'm watching it. Let's do this. You got it, Sean. Yep, I got it. All right. All right. Directed. Robert Rodriguez. What year do we think Holes was? Mm. I don't know. All right, let's do. We got Spy Kids. 2003. Spy Kids. 2003. 2003. Once Upon a Time, Mexico. Spy Kids. I got it. You got it. Who directed it? Andrew Davis. There you go. Shit. Andrew Davis. Okay, There you go. Um, uh, And yeah, and he was. So what was the other kid? He also directed The Future. Shark Falling Lava Girl. No, I thought there Andrew was Davis another. directed The Fugitive and Under Siege. Yeah, yeah. probably his masterpiece. Uh, okay. Yes, absolutely. Under Siege is I good. Did Under he do? Uh, <laughs> actually, did he do like U.S. Marshals? I love Under Siege. <laughs> I, did I do. Too. Did he do U.S. Marshals? No. Uh, oh, let, let me see. Oh, let me see. Yeah. That's also a good I movie. I forgot about no. U.S. Marshals. U.S. Marshals. He did not. That's Robert a great Nesson. movie. He did Collateral yeah, Damage. That, uh, I love that movie. Above the Law. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. Back when we Shorts. thought Steven Seagal was pretty cool. Shorts. Damn it. That's okay. All right. Yep. Shorts. I should have bet the five bucks on shorts. shorts. I'll get you that money at some right. point. I have yeah. no cash. You've out. all heard it. That's fine. Yeah. I don't, uh, where That's did right. you make the Robert Rodriguez connection? Because it was hold. shorts. Shorts. Oh, was okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah. for all the time in the world. When the fuck did that happen? I know 2011, but. The 3D boom. Interesting. So we're talking about Spy Kids, huh? Yeah. Shit, I'm <laughs> <talking> about <laughs> Robert Rodriguez. Okay, I have to confess. I I adored Robert Rodriguez when this came out. I I, 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 I think, all... and I still think, he is a pretty darn clever dude. Sure. Uh, but I want to, I, I'll leave it at that until later, because, yeah, I... He did well, a he, lot of things, especially he, in independent cinema, like that. Yes. Yeah, he's obviously. Yeah, El Mariachi, mm-hmm. uh, Desperado, which is pretty much El Mariachi yeah. 2.0. Yeah. I mean, it's basically El Mariachi yeah. with a budget and basically. You know, Once Upon a Time And then the other one Mexico. is El Mariachi yeah. with Johnny Depp. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, he knows how to make a fantastic movie. He does with, I, I was going to say limited resources, but he he's built his own full like thing on his ranch in Austin. Yeah, where he yeah. Has yeah. This, well, he, he's, he's sort of like, because he's George this Lucas movie, of like, yeah, oh, sure. in, the like of like of just he does his own visual effects. action kind of stuff, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, since he's like, I'm gonna shoot movies. in my house, right. yeah. you know. And, and I, I love that. I really, really admire. And he teaches that. a cooking school on his DVDs. He does, does he? ten minute, ten minute wow. cooking school. Yeah, you can yes. learn how to make that pulled pork that Johnny Depp's going crazy yeah. about in Once Upon a Time in really? uh, the what in, uh, in Mexico on the DVD. Oh yeah. Wow. And I think the reason we mention all of this is because this is a Robert Rodriguez movie, but to I think, at least all of us at the time, this kind of felt like a director for hire version of Robert Rodriguez mm-hmm. making a movie. Because well, yeah. it doesn't well, feel like I guess yeah, that's his the thing. It's like, I'll what, agree with that. What do you expect from a Robert Rodriguez? Because, okay, before this, we're saying he had done El Mariachi for like, what, $4,000? Yeah, it was, it was, crazy. It was yeah. something absurd. And then he did, uh, well, he did a movie called Road Racers for Showtime, and then he, his next feature was Desperado, and then after that was From Dust Till Dawn, because I think that was the thing. Right. Rodriguez yeah. and Quentin Tarantino and the, the, the indie darlings of the 90s, which was like, after the action and you know superstars of the eighties snarky way to dialogue the, and 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 bloody action 90s, yeah. yeah and it was the indie indie film boom and these are the guys who like kind of rose up out of it and like we recognize their names uh, then after from dusk till dawn 
were saying that this was his next film. This yeah, next one? yeah, and, and and it feels to me a little like the film he had to make in order to complete a contract. Or if I mean that's. You know, like, I might agree yeah. with that, but it also felt like, like I have the, a two picture um, deal, and I can't wait to get back to something I want to do. But this, I have to get done. I have to finish this. That's quite possible. It also maybe. may be them trying to. Uh, I, I think Bob and Harvey were trying to like get someone for this movie because this script, I think, by the writers, and I forget their names, has the, been Kevin was, Kevin well, Williamson, scream guy, by the story by with the original script that was floating around since like 1990, I think. Oh, they brought in Kevin Williamson who rewrote the script. Mm-hmm. This is why he gets screenplay by on this. Um, and I think they were trying to bring in a director to do it. And it, I mean, you're right; it may be a fulfilling of contract type thing, or it may have been something of uh, I don't know, trying to get Robert Rodriguez on a bigger scale movie, mm-hmm. like trying to give him. Something you got to do this. To do. In order. But that's the thing; like dimension, it's weird. Like now, Robert Rodriguez would go from indie, you know, guy doing the small movie to uh, Fast and the Furious Ten. Yeah, right? Right. yeah. But back Instead then, it was like lower. To but, he, the yeah, fact but that's the thing, right? He, by staying with Dimension, you know, he he wasn't going. It was like, I'm indie, and these guys gave me my first shot, and so I'm going to stay with them and continue to work up the ranks. Through. But, like, Dimension didn't make big, no, expensive no, no. Right. films. No, no, no. No. So it's like he's never going to hit the Iron Man level. And, again, I guess those movie, those kind of movies weren't being made at that point. In yeah, time. Mm-hmm. and that jump, that jump didn't happen. Like you see now, like, Trevor... Uh, uh, James Gunn oh, or Colin Trevorrow yeah. yeah. makes yeah, one yeah, yeah, movie yeah. Yeah. What was and it? then uh, Safety you. Not Guaranteed and then gets Jurassic World movie but like you could not see like oh I'd give that guy Jurassic no, World no I would never make that that's the jump we make but, but that's also I think monsters and then goes to Star Wars well I think that's also kind of the role of the producer more than the director nowadays too because I think a lot of what you see in something like Jurassic World now is a guy who can direct a scene, but it really is a production machine behind what they bring to the table more so than anything else. Because there's a reason why John Favreau can walk away from Iron Man and because the Marvel doesn't miss a beat because it's right. Kevin Feige yeah. just really behind right. it. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like, it does yeah. seem like in some ways that Hollywood has recognized like these indie guys are coming up and doing these things that are, you know, that somebody's taking notice of. And if they are allowed to keep going, they're either going to, you know, sputter out or they're going to make something that's going to draw attention away from our product. Right. So we're going to take them and we're going right. to make them these generic like you can't yeah, tell. We can't tell who directed fucking Jurassic World or Kong Skull Island or no. you know any of these yeah. things. It's like or uh, Fast and Furious 7. Yeah. You know it's like they bring them on and then it's like after that like yeah you can make another movie for hire one of these big budget things because you've done it before mm. but like you've lost all your sense of uh, individuality and identity. Yeah, the thing well, that I think that's why you, you see Edgar Wright not doing that with something like Ant Man. Sure. I mean, I don't know we're kind yeah, of going on a tandem not, yeah. here, but he knew what would happen if he decided to go that route. Yeah, he's like, you're, you're going to make it all vanilla and and fit into what you're trying to do, right. and that's just not something I want to be a part of. Not that that's necessarily bad because right. Ant Man was enjoyable, but it yeah. just wasn't Edgar right. Wright. Right. Yeah, right. And I guess this is sort of Robert Rodriguez's. Non Edgar like Wright movie, it I guess. Feels like it, yeah. That's a good. <laughs> yeah. It feels like it is. It's just not fully. It's just like is eh, he selling just, out? I don't know. Just keep it in this because I don't know. There's some. Uh, it feels like uh, Robert Rodriguez directing a movie that doesn't have 
green screens in it. I don't know because he's yeah, but he, he came his stuff bef- prior to this movie. Oh, that's very true. true. That's very you're true. true. Yeah, Sin City and on where he right. like embraced right. the right. digital technology. Yeah, that's or very true. Yeah. Um. So this movie, The Faculty, is a uh like a it's like a fifties. The closest analogy I had to it when watching it tonight was kind of like the Blob with Steve McQueen or mm-hmm. something. It's the kids have to band together mm-hmm. to yeah. fight the alien menace, but it's given a very nineties, uh, very nineties, very nineties. Thanks See, to Tommy Hilfiger. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Tommy. Explain yeah. that. He sponsored uh, Tommy Hilfiger sponsored all the clothing in this film. Yeah, yeah. that's it. It was actually part of the advertising. Yeah. 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 yeah, and you can see it prevalently. I don't know. The labels, they may, be, they may even everywhere. have made the, the the football jerseys. I don't know, but they they they. I remember the advertising I back then. It. And yeah. it, what I don't, they look like just it's a polo, and then it's got a tag on it. I'm like that's it. That's what Tommy Hilfiger was. <laughs> that, that guy was in, somebody made Tommy Hilfiger overnight, and I it, go look up the story of how he became famous because it's fascinating. Oh yeah. Oh, it's fascinating. How he actually like rose to prominence and what and, and, and that's probably what financed the film. I mean, if you think about I mean, it, maybe like that's you know, I'm sure that's a big Harvey part of probably it. thought, wow, I don't have to pay a dime. Tommy's going to finance this movie I'm if sure he puts him in his clothes. There's some yeah. corporate money definitely flowing. And Robert there. Rodriguez can make it for like twelve dollars. That's very true. So yeah. why not? Yeah, because that's his thing. I can't right? It's like he can. I sell three tickets it, and I break. He even. can direct it. He can edit it. Right. I don't think he shot this one, but he did. Mm. You know, I'm sure he had. So I'm sure he was very close with the cinematographer to figure this shit out. He's the one man band. I guess that's what made I mean, you know is, yeah. Robert Rory yeah. was was the first guy who like didn't. I don't think he went to film school. Rebel without a crew. Yeah, that's was the, the book. Was the book that's that the he book, wrote? Yeah. Yes, yeah. about how to do it all by yourself. Yeah, and he did. But he was one of the first guys to do that. I think right. It yeah. was like There's I so can do so every he, job on the set. In the nineties, yeah. I mean, I think you know Nick Cassavetes is a lot like that, or John Cassavetes kind of comes from that same vein. Not Nick. I'm sorry. Yeah, Nick. We no, we've John Cassavetes. Yes, yes. John Cassavetes kind of did that as well, but he's certainly from that ilk of I, I can do it on my own if yeah. nobody else will help me. Yeah, which is what I I love about him in a lot of ways. But as long as you're non-union, I guess that's the thing, right? He's non-union, so he can do all these do all these parts himself. Himself. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's part of the guild still. I don't think he's part of the director's so. guild. There was there was that whole thing with like when the first Sin City came out. There was a whole argument of like uh, directing. Do you give credits. him WGA or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. With, uh, what's his oh, name? Oh, the special guest director Quentin Tarantino or Frank well, Miller. Frank Miller yeah. was the yeah. co-director, yeah. and that's there was a whole thing about it. And yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't. Yeah, because he's, he's like still the guy the basically guild. directed this movie in the storyboards with the comic. Yeah. So he you know pre-directed it and yeah yeah. So this movie, would you say it is fair to say that it is uh, like a 90s mashup of Invasion of the Body Snatchers and The Thing with a little bit of Shivers or perhaps... Night of the Creeps. There's a little Night of the Creeps I would, in there. I'd go with Night of the Creeps. Well, have you seen creeps. Shivers? I have not seen yeah. Shivers, so I don't uh, know the reference. It's the slugs that crawl around and they sure. get in Slugs that crawl around, that's yeah. always a thing. And I suppose, you know, again, in the movie, and this I thought was, you know, it was very 90s when I was watching it tonight going like, oh, shit, this is dating the movie, where your characters are these pop culture aware kids who are like, you it's know, very this is just like what happened in that movie, the yeah. invasion of the body snatchers, yeah. and then they go on to explain like they bring it up all the fucking time yes. to the point where you're like just like scream yeah, yeah just like yeah. scream <laughs> because it Almost is Kevin like Williams, Williams, the same guy yeah <laughs> and he's like well you know the invasion of the body snatchers just ripped off you know the puppet masters by Robert E. Highland or Robert Highland which yeah. was made in a movie with Donald Sutherland have you seen this yeah yeah okay like yeah. the actual puppet masters or about invasion of the body snatchers I've seen Donald Sutherland 
<laughs> oh shit! Was he in both of them? Yes. Oh, he did was, he, was in, he in? Yeah, that's right. Because he's in did the. They do the puppet the, masters. Yeah, the puppet masters. And he was in movie, that? And he's in it. Oh Jesus! He was Who's in the both? main person. He's not the main guy in that. No, but he's in it. Um, it's like Leave Schreiber. That can't be right. That can't. It's not like nineties right. era. Yeah. It's a dimension is it again. A, is it after? Oh, they did the puppet masters after. I think it feels like it's ninety two or something like that. It's so early. Find this. It's early. Could be eighty nine. I'm on it. Okay, Captain Google is on it. But Donald Sutherland is in the best version, if I may say. Anybody going to disagree? Of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I'll agree with that. It's with, definitely not Invasion with Daniel Craig and Nicole Kidman. <laughs> You're right. Where they told it. You know that. how many times that movie's been adapted? That story. A, a it's lot. called The Body Snatchers lot, by yeah. Jack Finney. It's, uh, I, I love The Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Which that one? is one of my favorites. Isn't there a, uh, what, 1955, I think? The one with Kevin McCarthy. Bat, wait, I don't know. Black and white? Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Kevin you McCarthy. Know, That's a good movie. Yeah, I, like that I love yeah. that one. Yeah, but the, the 78 one with Donald Sutherland. That one's my favorite. I like, like that one, yeah. yeah. I watched that. I hadn't seen yeah. it until like, uh, probably last year. But I watched it last year and was like, mm-hmm. this is a good movie. Mm-hmm. I'm kind yeah. of surprised. And that was the yeah. first one that I Ooh. saw. I saw Ooh. that before the 50s. Puppet Masters was written by David Goyer. Really? What year was it? Uh, 94. Wow. So the I'm Dark Knight I'm prequel. Who's, who's wow, that's kind of interesting. Who's the main guy in it? Uh, Donald Sutherland, Eric Ty. Okay. Right. Director was Stuart Orme. All right. Just because it's written by David Goyer, I kind of want to see this. Well, Goyer wrote three credits, yeah, but, but he's Goyer, one of them. Goyer yeah. wrote Blade 3. But I'm on board that the only one I really remember, remembered was Donald Sutherland. Yeah, because it has yeah. that end. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> or whatever. Well, yeah. It's fucking yeah. freaky as yeah, shit. There's also the stuff. dog with the human face. Um, that's a good movie. And then they made it again as bo- The Body Snatchers. Yeah. Abel Ferrari did it. In the Force Whitaker's in that one. It's on an I, army base in the nineties, early nineties, ninety two, something like that. I think so. And then again I remember, with the invasion with Nicole Kim. I think and, the and one you were just talking about, the previous one, was the one I saw on HBO a lot, which freaked me out as a kid. I don't know. The I, Donald I, Sutherland one? No, the one after that. Oh, the Body Snatchers. One. Yeah, Body Snatchers. Gabrielle. Oh, it's not Gabrielle Union. What the fuck's her name? Gabrielle. I can't Gabrielle remember. Luna? She was in. Huh? Gabrielle Luna? No, she was a 90s actress. I don't know what, but I said, was she naked in that movie? And yep. this is what I Briefly, remember. About. That's, that's the, the one. one. That's, that's the one. That's the one. That's the one. That's the one. There it is. But that freaked me out. Then Gabrielle Anwar. Yes. Gabrielle Anwar. Very, very attractive. No, that's the scene I remember. I mean, because I was young and there was nudity, but it also freaked the fuck out of me, and that's what I remember watching so much. Was it Meg what? Because Meg Tilly was in that as That's well. her crazy Ooh. mom. Yeah. Oh, well, here's the thing that distinguishes I've never seen that version, these movies, right? It's Invasion of the Body Snatchers is basically these pods uh, from space come to Earth and grow into uh, people when they're sleeping. And they take them over and then uh, people become this uh, emotionless mm-hmm. uh, conf- emotion. uh, mass of um, conformity and conform- yeah, yeah, just, the uh, hive mind. Yeah. Right, it's right. almost like every kid on a cell phone nowadays. But I that's mean, that's the Stephen King did that's that. The pod. That's, that's that is the, the hive show. mentality. Yeah, did they you, made you that movie. About the movie or the book. Well, there's a book and a movie. <laughs> the book's better than I didn't see the movie. The book's not bad. I started the movie and turned it off. You probably it had John Cusack and, and uh, Sam, Sam Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, the movie looks like shit. Yeah. The book's not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. But it was so the idea being that these creatures from space come down and they are going to take over the country yeah, and then eventually the world by you know starting small. In a small sure. town, 
and branching out. And so it's this kind of virus infection. Right. Uh, As I mentioned in the movie, would you do it and blow up the White House Independence Day style or would you go through the back door in Ohio? Well, it depends yeah. on the, what firepower you have. That's I suppose very if you've got true. the big ass ships, you fucking right. blow, if you're blow gonna, everything If you're going to blow shit up, you go big. If you're going to invade, you go through the back door. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like the Ruskies. Well, I guess that's the thing. <laughs> the, the Cold the, War. The, there, there's a connection to Ruskies here. Because um, Summer Phoenix, sister of Leaf Phoenix, back in my day. Is it Leaf River Night? Phoenix. Leaf Phoenix was in Ruskies. And a movie called Ruskies. A movie We're called Ruskies serious. in the 80s. <laughs> oh, gee, they just, and they just that is now Joaquin like Phoenix. Ruskies. Leaf is for those of you guys who don't know, because yeah. he was his original name is Leaf, and his parents were hippies. So River, yep, Leaf, makes. Summer. There may have been a wind rain. in there. I don't know. Wind, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah rain, I'm sure rain, 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 Phoenix. Rain Phoenix. I'm sure. Yes. Mom and dad are wind and fire. Art bark. Earth. Uh, Earth, wind. <laughs> Earth, wind, fire. This oh, yeah. is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what, what what distinguishes this film to, from Invasion of the Body Snatchers, and it, it will uh, take go to great pains to explain this to you, oh. is in this movie, uh, once you are taken over by the alien host, uh, you don't become just an emotionless uh, uh, thing. You actually become more emotional? I don't know what the hell they were Angrier? doing. They were no, better the at nineties. They were better they at the opposite of themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah because that's the it. the really asshole coach was all of a sudden nicer, whereas like the really nice biology teacher was all of a sudden an asshole. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. kind of flip flop. Yeah, yeah, the kind of introverted yeah. uh, right. teacher becomes the, the extroverted hot, teacher. Right. I, teacher. I, and they the went, frumpy <laughs> older teacher like all of a sudden does a makeover and she's you know the uh, Piper Laurie character. Right. Yeah. yeah. A crazy cast in this movie. Sorry, it really does. Well, I was gonna say they went to so much trouble before kind of the entire switch happened with everybody they go to so much trouble to show this movie feels like it's about extremes to me they show the extremes of these characters one way at the beginning of the movie just so that you know they've been taken over exactly that they show the ex- the exact opposite extremes of these characters exactly. later on once they've been taken over like I think it's it's extreme one way and ex- extreme the other yep. just so they're really trying to push that the people are changing mm-hmm. in this movie and I think that's you see the, that that's the key thing I yeah. think they're so changing. they're changing and yeah. they, they go to, exposed right. to something and it has changed you into this insidious uh, yes. thing which basically yeah. wants to recruit other uh, people to its agenda. Yeah. The timid um, teacher becomes all, all of a sudden, you know, forward. The asshole teacher is still, he's still an asshole, but he's a sexual assault asshole at a certain point. Like, that's Robert Patrick, which is probably Have you no seen this Harvey. boy? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's weird that, like, in my memory of this that's, movie, yeah. Just uh, get there, man. Robert Patrick is like one of the people I remember the most. Like I haven't yeah. seen this movie. Yeah, since he, he, the he was far scarier in T two. Let's be honest. Yeah, but He's I mean, far I more remember, frightening in T two. Like when you think of Robert Patrick roles, I think of like T uh, two, the the faculty. And, yeah, yeah, and X Files. This is a big and one X-Files. for me. Oh, and X Files. Oh, X Files. He's great. X Files. Agent Doggett. Yeah, what else? And, well, obviously, if you watch CBS now, which who does? Fuck that uh, station. <laughs> Did they kill one of your favorite shows recently? In no, the he's, TV in like, apocalypse? he's in like Scorpion, which is like the CBS, yeah. like well, a team back, gets together. Yeah, he he plays kind of like the Hannibal of the and group. Back to, I think, uh, back, yeah, of back the, to of the, the nerd Joaquin yeah. Phoenix connection. He plays uh, Johnny Cash's dad in Walk the Line. Oh, wow. Oh. Wow. What yeah. a tingled no, Robert Patrick's yeah. a, like a dependable guy. And he's yeah. Good, yeah. And, and, and now he's like so. the grizzled older yes. dude now. But yeah. yeah and, and he's, I think he's, I think he's far better now. Cause I mean, that, but that might be what he had to deal with. Maybe. 
because he, did, I mean, he was he very one-dimensional for like the first ten years of his career. And probably, you know, he did good at the one-dimensional though. Oh yeah, yeah, I, mean, I love I mean, him in T two. I think he's great. T two, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, John Stewart also pops John up. Stewart. Yes, as, yes, as professor. Yes. When he wanted to be an Furlong. actor <laughs> it, instead it, of what? a comedian, he's, he's and... Professor Edward Furlong. I know they said Professor Furlong. <laughs> he's Professor Edward, Edward Furlong. Furlong. There's yes, another T two connection. There you go. He's Look at that, Edward Eddie Furlong. <laughs> that's amazing. That's that is amazing. Wonderful. Wow. You know, he does. He does. He's John Stewart in this movie. What was Eddie right? Furlong actually doing? That he couldn't oh, take drugs, the role. Drugs, drugs, drugs. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. just doing drugs. <laughs> when when did the Daily Show start? So John Stewart had a career as a film actor and comedian. Early was he a stand up guy? Oh yeah, he did stand up. Was this before or after he did like the pot movie? He did the pop movie where he was jumping over the the, the parking oh, meters. I oh, I don't know. I, don't know. Um, I think he, like, he tried to be an actor for well, half baked. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's right. He wasn't half baked. Yeah. But, and yeah, the, well, then he did a he did like some Adam Sandler movies. He was in like fucking Big Daddy and stuff like that. He was, oh, that's yeah. Very, I forgot about yeah. Big Daddy. I think he was. Uh, he uh, did, this was during the Daily Show. Daily I was gonna show, say. I think this was like he early Daily, Daily show. show. Very early on. So I'm yeah. pretty sure this is like Daily Show. Like we'll get you in some movies, and they put him in stuff like this. Actually, you know what? He started in the Daily Show in '99. Nine. Oh, did he? Okay. Daily Show started in '96 with Craig Kilborn. Craig Kilborn, yeah. I believe, oh, before okay. he got his own okay. show at, uh, after David Letterman. Well, he did, yeah, late, late. Um, but yes, yeah, so there's okay. Yeah. You know, so, so this, this would him. be when he was trying to be an actor right. instead of, but a, it's still a stand up at this point. A Daily Show yeah. a comedian. Sidebar: Have any of yeah. you seen the movie directed? Oh, what Rosewater. Movie? Is Rosewater? Rosewater? I yeah, not. I have not seen it. Uh-uh. Okay. I hear it's really good. But yeah, really? I hear it's really good yeah. too. And I've seen a lot of the trailers. So I'm just like, that looks interesting. Okay. Maybe. But it's also, it's like a political movie. And oh, so okay, you have yeah. to be in like, you know, it's not going to be the most fun time of your life. You have to right. kind of be in a mood to go watch it. So right. I haven't he's seen gone, it yet. He's gone serious. Uh, you know, but I mean, if, I think he's, to do I one think he's movie, amazing. I really do. Well, I, mean, he's, I love yeah, John Stewart. I think we all love John Stewart. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I like what he did in The Daily Show. I like what he's done after. I loved The Daily Show. I loved it. I think it's, I think it was. Far better with him as the host. Larry Sanders Absolutely. Show. Before this, Larry Sanders, he was what amazing. You, what are you doing, Larry Sanders? He was. He was. You should all watch John Larry Stewart. Sanders. You should all watch Larry Sanders. <laughs> just saying, but yes. Well, John Stewart in this film plays basically the biology professor. Or professor. The professor. He's a cool from, teacher. Uh, right, Gremlins. Yeah. He, he, who has to explain yes. to his students, "Hey, you found this alien organism, and here's how it works." He's just not the cool black guy. Well, he, well, he, he actually, I mean, he, he's this, he gets, basically the same guy that the, the, the science teacher is in Stranger Things now. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, exactly he's that science teacher. Yeah. But cooler. But cooler. But, but far cooler. Yeah. yeah. He's a fucking a nerd. And but. more attractive. Sorry, well, but he is. These people are all at this uh, high school, which name I can't remember. It's in Ohio. Oh, no, no. It's the Herring Hornets. The Harrington. Harrington. Uh, the Harrington the Hornets. Harrington. Right. I, I don't know if there's like a red herring motif there. Very good. But... The thing that we all remarked on when we were watching this was the idea that, like, uh, the, the opening of the movie, and maybe this is intentional based on where the movie goes, sets up the most, one of the most hostile fucking school environments. Yes. Yeah, the kids are evil. <laughs> so angry. Everyone's Every, so angry. It's just like. But this is what I was talking about. No wonder the faculty wants to kill them. This is These what, kids are evil. Wait, have you what, seen the class of 1999? Maybe we need to add that to the list of influences oh, on this yeah, movie. Yeah. Where the, fa- okay. the faculty yeah. actually also, does. wasn't that the name of the band who did the uh, Brick in the Wall Part 2 cover? Yes, that was class, class of 1999. Holy shit, we're bringing it all back again. <laughs> but I think they went, I think uh, it feels like it was done on purpose um, 
uh, showing all that is because, again, they're trying to show the extremes. Yeah. Right. They're setting up all yeah. these extremes to show the opposites later on when everyone gets infected and everything. Because yeah. then, then they're wandering through the halls going, something's going on because yeah. everybody's not fucking shit. She's not at slapping the shit out of him anymore. Yeah. What's yeah. going on with those two? But the yeah, impression yeah. of it is We're like, not beating kids as soon as they get off the bus. Right. Because exactly. we banded Nuts together to defeat the aliens. But do I mean, you find like 90s era movies have. It, you know, maybe it's more 2000 era movies have that kind of like nasty attitude. Whenever you have kids in a movie or high school era kids, they are like the nastiest fucking pieces of work to each other. Yeah. I think there's a difference between the nastiness. I understand what you're saying. And I think it's more, I don't like the nastiness of the later years. I think the nastiness <laughs> of the nineties isn't as, uh, doesn't turn me off as much. I don't know. I don't know what the. I don't know what they're the pretty difference evil is. to each other. They're evil, but they're feels, pretty mean. I mean, it feels more like, cartoon, like it feels a, more cartoony evil. I don't yeah. know what that means. Well, that's, I, I, that's the thing. They, guess, they really they really hit harder on the stereotypes in the nineties. I think so. they have very specific and, stereotypes that are very like hostile towards each other. Yeah. What would it yeah. seemed like? What would seem like almost like Family Guy satire now? I think was almost attempted as satire then, but just we maybe weren't in on the joke. I, I feel like when, when they like when the two girls get out of the car to beat each other up because they got the fender bender. <laughs> That's wonderful. I think that was almost supposed to be like almost parody. See, no, that part it failed yeah. miserably because I, I we thought it was supposed to be a serious well, movie. I, I, well, I agree that thing. that part was supposed That's to be funny. parody now. Like, if you if to do something like that now. Like you said, Family Guy. I think that's where we find it funny. I think it was maybe too much. Yeah. But, well, I, I, but you think like, it was, think it was parody almost, then? No, I, 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 right. think it was, I think the writers probably thought it was. That's what I think. Right? They I think the writers was. thought that would be hilarious. Yes. but the kids didn't get it. Right. See, I thought that part was funny, but I didn't find it funny when the next shot was them take like four guys taking Elijah Wood and literally shoving him into a flagpole. Right. Crotch Balls first. first. Yeah. But that's, that's not but, funny. No, but it was. I think it was. What they thought would be considered funny to general audiences at so? that time. I think so. I think that was the time of big... 1998, when was American Pie? Because I think it was the time of, like, that broad... Is not was like American Pie something. humor. No, but I think it's a time of, like, broad... <laughs> Um, broad jokes. Well, who are you supposed to be identifying with? In the you know, the like, '90s were all extreme. But when you're well, watching, so. the girls, yeah, I mean, you look at Baz Luhrmann in the '90s. I mean, he's still kind of extreme, it, but, but it's like what they were trying if you to don't. Go for. Well, when you're watching those hit some girls, guy in the head with your crotch, you weren't really trying that hard as a director. I mean, it, it seemed like they were trying to hit people over the head with a lot in the '90s, yeah. and that was a lot of '90s movies. I mean, you, it was it was almost explicit in its visual style. It's like you have to understand this about this character yeah. and well, this, well, that's, that's about this thing. character like, this, kid, this kid's a fucking nerd and yeah, so he gets his ball smashed into the thing yeah. why, why really do they think big and broad that, with yeah. those things. why do they think you're not smart enough to un, to, to, to get understatement you know, well, the there, there is. Not, not, was, the I would say that was that's understated. also a trend in the nineties. That them, is not yeah. very understated. Yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah. It wasn't like, like exactly. girls. And here's what it is. A little bit. And then here's what it is again explained. And then like here's what it like blatantly yeah. what we are talking about. Yeah. Like that's the thing too. Like you know the idea that you, you can't actually have like a metaphor in a movie anymore. <laughs> you have to actually explain what it is in the movie yeah. as you're yeah. going. Like here's the lesson you should have learned. Yeah, did you get this? But I mean, right now a little tangent less i i think that kind of goes back to the music there's no such thing as explicit music i mean it's so obvious what they're trying to say it's like it, it, 
maybe I'm maybe I'm the, the old grumpy old man. Get off my lawn well, when I say are, this. So but I, but so it, it, it seems does. like you know, it's like <laughs> you know, no. you know, twenty <laughs> years ago, give it a couple like, years. Yeah, you'll yeah. Well, yeah. Like, some time together. Get off like, my uh, lawn. I'm pretty cheerful. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't know. It's, it seems like if it's not explicit, they don't get it. And and I think kids are smarter than that if we yeah. just let them and we just. They'll figure it out. We're definitely not letting them in the 90s. No. no and, and, and in some yeah, respects, I, I don't think they are why, even now, but they I, will. I, mean, I think that's why like our films seem, especially when you uh, when they export them to the rest of the world, they have to be, I mean, you're playing to the lowest common denominator. There like, is everybody can understand this because it is spelled out in explicit detail to yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And it's not, uh, you know, like when you watch films from the rest of the world, they are more keen on, you know, it's like, well, it's assumed that, you know, this is what we're talking about. We don't actually have to, you have to keep up with it. And I think that encourages, I fucking watched a G.I. Joe cartoon. They're old, like a real American hero, yeah. G.I. Joe. And they were using words in that fucking show that I'm like, no kid at like whatever, four yeah. years old, yeah. have any idea. Were you watching an episode or G.I. Joe the movie? It was an episode. Okay. Um, but I just remember thinking yeah. to myself, it's like, there's no way that like I would not have known what the hell that word was at that time, and they keep talking that way. Yeah. But I think that encourages you as a viewer to yeah. find out what the hell it means. Yeah. Right now, it's like they go like whoa, whoa, whoa. SpongeBob. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, uh, the opposite. Of yeah. This. Well, there's still certain things, and I can't think of a specific, a specific example. But there's still certain things where I have to like stop. He's like, "What does that word mean?" Like it's and it, it's more complex things. Or I'm just like, "Well, it means this, this, and this," and you know, we go on from there. It still happens, not as much, I don't think, where they just wrote it for. I don't know what the, who they were writing GI Joe for, but <laughs> right? I tell, but I, I mean, I really, for, yeah, who were they writing GI for, Joe for? Well, I mean, I guess like what? Uh, let's say eight to twelve. I guess so. Right? Just who like, plays with action figures? I don't know. I watched. I, I mean, a lot. everyone does. Yeah, so, like, well, you're younger than I think than they were I loved the it back entire in the day. audience, and they were just like, "Well, you'll explain to someone if you need to." Yeah. So the faculty, the faculty. Mm. Yeah, but we should well, talk we were a lot of We should tonight. talk about this movie at some point. Yeah. Well, we've kind of covered some of the people. There, there's a galaxy of people. Baby Newworth is. is in it. Uh, Piper Laurie, Baby, 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 Baby. 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 who, who, you're, you're who still looks exactly Baby. like Baby she does kids. in 1998. I mean, it's 20 years later, and she Fuck. still Baby. looks like years. she well, does. Well, she's the most attractive principal I think that a high school has ever had. Am I wrong? She dresses well. Oh, we're talking about. Lilith from Fraser? Yes. yes. Yes, we are. Where she <laughs> yes. was not Lilith from Fraser. She was Lilith right. from Cheers. That's like, like, I'm sorry. That's yes, yeah. back way. I'm sorry. Cheers was a little before my time. <laughs> oh, that's very true. But that's when Lilith was, you know, no, I don't know. She was that still, was still happening. She, she abandoned a career on television yeah. to be a dancer was, on Broadway. As, uh, well, that's when Lilith was, and to quote Colin, hot and doing it. And that's, that's a deep cut to a previous episode. Hot and doing it. When you were hot and doing it. Hot and doing it. There's an implied like for me in there, right? Did I just do what I uh, accused the movies yes, of doing? You did. Better? Yeah, I mean yeah. maybe. Uh, okay, so um, so basically, well, let's talk about these aliens, right? All okay, because right. all these sci-fi movies because we know they're, they're kind of like slugs within the first like kind of parasitic slug within things. the setup. Like they're not trying to hide anything from us. We know they're aliens. We know the school is being taken over by aliens. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Compare I, it to Invasion of the Body Snatchers. You knew that they were aliens in that, yeah, because of the title of the movie. Mm. I think, uh, I mean, 
I, I think it works better for our cast at this point. I don't know, because they're trying to figure out... It's not that they are aliens, but how to, def- to defeat the aliens, I think. I yeah, don't know. But as Does Chris pointed out while we were watching the movie, it ends up... The, the movie is explaining shit to you. At some point, they have to that sit the cast know? down and explain to them what we already know. Right. Mm-hmm. That's very bothersome. Right. We should be... If nothing else, the baseline should be that we're learning things at the same time. Not that we're learning something that, not that the cast is learning something that we already know. That doesn't help. Yeah, we, we spend like what eight minutes we're like, like we talking know, about we exactly this. what yeah. we already have found if out throughout the, the, the story. The baseline should be learning things at the same time. Right. Not the audience to be ahead of you. Um, that does. I'm not saying that doesn't. That works for movies. Mm-hmm. Like for right. the audience, obviously, for the audience to know something before the uh, characters in your story to do it. Because well, dramatic irony that is one thing, but, but yeah, but but. Getting the but solution point, this is movie, different than dramatic like, irony. It's like, oh, but, now I get it. That's different than I don't personally being in on the joke. It may be that I've lived with this movie for twenty years and know it uh, intimately. That Do you I watch don't this much. often. Sean? I I could have been quoting this movie the entire time okay. throughout <laughs> this as we go through this. Um, Who's your favorite character? Is it uh, what you're talking about? You're talking about Zeke, Stan? No, I'm just curious. You're just like, yours. Uh, which one out of this whole thing? Uh, I mean, I like uh, I like Zeke. Okay, Zeke is uh, Josh, Josh Hartnett, Hartnett, yes. Which I don't think, yeah, we did mention. Okay, so he, well, who is well, his What was up Zeke? with his hair? In his oh, head? my but, God. No, no, that's Josh Hartnett oh hair that he had on the series for, like, the first 10 years <laughs> oh. of his career. It's He took, like, he went into a barber well, and said, okay, okay. Did he have a career it. that lasted longer than 10 years? <laughs> He's still going. Oh, okay, like, okay. Going, I don't like, know. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, Penny he, Dreadful. Penny Dreadful. Penny Dreadful. Yeah, oh, that's right. I did not know that. I yeah. apologize. He wasn't. He did Robert Rodriguez later. Sin City. He did. Right. I mean, that's yeah, a while that was, ago. That was still, still within that ten year window. I think. Yeah. Right. Because well, Brian De Palma's yeah. The Black Dahlia was later Black after Dahlia. that ten years. Are we probably. all forgetting Hollywood Homicide with Harrison Ford? I yes. think yes, we are. I think we are. We've all forgotten that. That was a theatrical. I think Harrison Ford's forgetting that movie. And who could forget Sean's favorite Pearl Harbor? Pearl Harbor. I will. I'm not going to defend the movie. I'm just going to say I like the movie. I know. I'm not going to sit here and defend it because. I'm not gonna, that's, that's wasted, that is wasted energy, folks. But I will say I like it, so yeah. y'all can deal with own that. it, man. Just own it. That's I awesome. like it. That's I'll great. watch it again. I'll take that double VHS what? thing and fucking. What? Oh yeah, like Titanic. It came on two VHSs. It was a long fucking movie, Colin. So you're saying you've never upgraded? You love it? That no. It's all right. I had the soundtrack. See, there you go. It's I got Jennifer Garner in it. It's got Ben Affleck. It's got a bunch of people. It got Kate Beckinsale. Speaking of soundtracks, Kate. Be- you, you can't not yeah, no, appreciate a movie with Kate Beckinsale. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot the appreciate the zero chemistry between Kate Beckinsale and her two male co-stars. That's well. Yeah, let, that's but let's give her some credit chemistry. here. Look at her two girl. Look at her two male co-stars. I, don't, I, I blame. I blame all three of them. I blame all fucking three of them. They're all to blame. No chemistry. Unless they're flying planes and they're fucking uh, awesome, and I love them. All right, I want to bring it back real quick to soundtracks as a segue to the soundtrack to this movie. Because this is a 90s movie. This is a lot of remakes. Wonderfully 90s soundtrack. A lot of covers, yeah, yeah. Oh, Oh, it's wonderful. So, who do we have on here? What are we listening to? 90s bands like uh, uh, Creed. We had Creed, Creed. Garbage. We had Oasis. Oasis. Oasis? Yeah. Yeah. Was it Gin Blossoms? 
No. The offspring. No. Is it the offspring? I think Soul Asylum. Soul, Soul Asylum. Asylum. That's right. it. Soul Asylum. Offspring started yeah. the movie. Offspring. And you know you're in a rebellious high school when the movie starts off with Offspring. It's very true. Yes. And, I was and all that for made it. me chuckle. Oh my it's like gosh. if that's as edgy as this school really is. I was all for it. That Come was, on. Uh, but that was my high school. Not very edgy. Uh, yeah. I, when I think of like <laughs> what we have now for subversion, sure. and I think of Offspring, I'm like, wow, these guys like, are, are very PG 13. Are yeah. they putting. Okay. Well, this is my like. Uh, I'm I'm having some kind of cultural blindness now because I am aware that movies use a lot of music as score. I'm looking at Suicide Squad or Guardians of the Galaxy, whereas a lot of like retro music, but you're not really like what movie is blasting you with the tunes of you know like 2018 I think as the, the the wallpaper to the music the I movie. think you're blind to the 90s I think you no no I mean right now I'm saying well, is well, it happening right now you go to a movie and you're like I want to well, buy that because okay, it's got but, all these but here's like, the thing though 2018 I, I, artists here's on the it. thing how many teen movies do you watch right now mm. because that's a big part of it this sure, is a true. teen if movie it's a, but if it's a teen horror movie which I can't I'm blanking again like mm. I, I mean like what Happy Death Day I mean I don't you know uh, even uh, that doesn't feel like a teen horror movie well. It's like it's well. It's not. How about rings? It's not. Okay, but it, no music well, no, it's in not a, it, about, uh, What I'm saying is, like, it's not a teen ensemble. It's not like Scream or even this movie because that's a teen yeah. ensemble movie. But you think of the teen ensemble movie, and I think of it, which had retro like, '80 because it was set in the '80s music in it. Yeah, but that's the trend right now. Stranger Things had retro also, '80s stuff, right? In but it. that's but that's also something you know the '80s. I I think there's a '90s blind spot for you. But is, but I guess my question is like, was the night? It seemed like the '90s was the era that did this the most, where it would put like we the have all these soundtrack promotion was the was 2000s king. did it a lot. The 2000s did it okay, a lot. Okay, but are they doing yeah. it now? Are you are you hearing? Are you, are you watching somewhat? a movie and going like that song is awesome? I want to buy that album because I heard it in a movie. I don't think so. But again, like Not it could me. be happening in teen movies because I don't watch those. But I don't think. It's happening as much no personally it feels like i would still this is why i'm just i'm you know it's like teen movies yes but teen genre movies like the faculty yeah i would still probably be watching and i'm uh i'm, I'm drawing a blank here trying to come up mm-hmm. with a modern film that has a I modern you know artist but i don't right. think they're doing I, I think i think they're I, I credit to i guess our teenagers i think there is a bit of cynicism in some of that marketing now where where kids just don't buy it, right? They're literally like, oh, and figuratively, they're, they're they don't believe to it. To me, they're, and they're like, yeah, no. and they're like, no, I'm not going to buy that Fuck, album. So we're just going to keep hitting the nostalgia button. It's all going to yeah, be well. That, watched, but who uh, buys the nostalgia? It's us. Yeah, I watched it's us. Cobra Guardians Kai. of the Galaxy soundtrack. We'll buy that. Have you, have you seen Cobra buy. Kai? The, the <laughs> no, I haven't. But I heard it's great, awesome, but it's all full of like '80s, you know, soundtrack. I mean, Stranger Things. Have you started watching it? It's it's better than I thought it was going to be. Because I, I want to watch it. hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. hundred percent. I went into it going like, this is a joke, right? Yeah, and then you I'm watch the first episode, and I'm like, I got to watch the next one. And by the end of it, it was like, this is actually, I mean, yeah. it was a nostalgia blast. I'm yeah. all for it. I want to yeah. watch it. I'm you so got to see it. I'm down yeah. for it. If you like Karate Kid. I do love Karate Kid. Cobra Kai Day. Sunday. Cobra Kai Day. I like all Karate Kid. And you will love Cobra Kai Day. Yeah. And there's I'm a in. season two coming. Um, uh, that's what I hear. 
Okay, so there's aliens that uh, live in <laughs> back the, water. the faculty. I think our impression of this movie is, is, is subtly influencing our conversation because none of us want to talk about the faculty. Well, I, it may not even be that we don't want to talk about it. It's what the uh, what the faculty it's what it invokes. It's what, it's what it brings up and what it represents. It was such a it's a, it's almost like a touchstone of its time. Are yeah. you saying it's a classic of 1998 cinema? That I'm not going to express those views. Until my wrap up, okay. but maybe so, Stay Colin. Tuned, listener. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it does bring up things that you're just like, ah, yeah. at least for me. Yeah. It's like well, a, that would make like sense. It's called at your nostalgia. age. It is. Perfect and I like <laughs> that. I think, but I think, you know what? I think if you label something nostalgia, I think even that at this point is starting to get a bad rap because people look at something you label nostalgia and they're just like, ah, and they dismiss it. If that's what you label it as, if that's what something you're watching is giving you and you label it nostalgia, people are just like, eh, all right, fine. They don't give it credence, I guess, at this point. Mm-hmm. They don't give it any, you know, any weight to well, it if you just label yeah, it as that. I think it's a thing of like, you know, does a modern viewer watch a movie from 1998, mm-hmm. a kid who's 18 right now, Oof. watch a 1998 movie and are they able to experience it as like it's a good movie or they're like, you think it's a good movie because it's colored by your nostalgia. Sure. I had this experience last week, apparently. <laughs> yeah, what was did. that movie? Rambo, Rambo 3, 3, which I was like, this is a great fucking action yeah. movie. It's stupid, <laughs> yes, it stupid. but it is like action-packed. And they watched it and were like asleep. <laughs> it was like crickets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. I'm like, I remember loving that movie as a kid. Because it's that was like in that American Ninja vein for me, the, which I is another movie that Rambo deserves 3. to be on the fucking Saturday Night Freak Show. American <laughs> Ninja. We should give that one to Michaela in her Summer of Canon that's coming up. But uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I, I wonder if that's the thing. It's like you know, it's like can you you know are it's like. Well, I mean, a lot of the movies that we talk about on this show are like either they're colored by nostalgia by the time that sure. the, the age that you were when you first saw it. Or does it hold up, you know, when you watch it right now, mm-hmm. and like coming into it cold, you mm-hmm. know? Right. This is, uh, I will say this is the one benefit of having a child because it's, uh, uh, uh it's a lifelong experimentation on a human being as, <laughs> <laughs> as far as like showing them things that, that, uh, you viewed as a, a younger person or throughout your life and seeing how they react to it. Because, uh, this is a movie like how old? 1998? I, well, I was 12 when this came out, and I probably saw it probably soon after that. I guarantee so This would it. be an awesome movie for a 12-year-old well, because they swore in it. There's, like, nudity. Right. There's, like, violence. And that's like, what, like, screw the teachers. And let's kill them. Right. And he'll be right in the middle of that. So that's how I gauge, like, when to show it to them. And so, like, you got to – that's the wonderful thing about children. You can show them these things and be like, well, what did you think about it? Is like, do they have the same reaction? Do they think the same things? Is everything they've experienced before this influencing? Because we have fucking phones and iPads and everything like that. Are they going to be the, none of that technology yeah, comes to in this a, movie? It's, it's very subversive yeah. for a twelve-year-old, but what it's is his life that he's experienced in school and everything? Yeah. How does that influence how he's viewing this movie now? Let me ask you something. This is going way the fuck oh, off fine. Go for the, it. the beaten path. Reservation? Like, yeah, we're gone. Have, I mean, have you ever considered that maybe that we're fucking up the next generation of kids by Completely. showing them, like, uh, because... Completely. Like, this is why we, we have came up going, things. like, 
exactly. This is why we have Stranger Things. Exactly, yeah. because it's yeah. like they're yeah. stuck in the 80s guaranteed, because yeah. their parents are showing them yeah. 80s shit, and that's why you got Ready Player One and all this Yeah, oh, guaranteed. This because is, they don't yeah. have a, a thing they in their, their own. own. They don't. Yeah, it, it's no, all it's postmodern. All, yeah, and it that's is. Sad. It really is. It really is. They're not yeah. discovered. There's no discovery of their that's own because things. because we never, yeah. that's why it's almost like can't grow up. We are consistently clinging to these things that were like, they were awesome back then. And now we will show them to you. And we're going to show I'm going to make you play Mario and not only that, we're going to show them to you, and then we're going to remake it four times. Yeah, until it's good again. All up. Yeah, they will not have. There's no. Well, we're destroying pop culture. I suppose. I think so. There's no discovery of their own. There's things being shown to them. That is where children got their YouTube stars and oh, those are no, no, no. Well, there are things that are theirs. It's fucking weird and disgusting. Like the YouTube whole thing. It's I don't agree with it. I think it's unnatural, but that's just me. It's fucking weird. There, there are things that are are fucking up for them. Yeah, there are things that are theirs. And and this is the grumpy old man. They don't make sense on me. I mean that. Like yeah. the, 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 my students show me things. That, like they showed me a, a video from Japan. Uh, a, a guy singing a song about a pineapple and a pen. Oh yeah, the Japanese pineapple, 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 pineapple pen. That's fucking hilarious. And, and, and it's pretty absurd, ridiculously. This is my, yeah, this is my pineapple. It's, you get it. You get it. I, I, it made you no sense. funny? So it's, a, it's, an, it's an absurdist. It was, it was like... Uh, they're going to be showing their kids this. Uh, I think Gangnam absurdist style. works on him. Gangnam style. You know, it's like, it's like that. It, and you find it funny? You know what yeah. this is? This is the fucking office episode with Jim and the meatball. <laughs> Remember? Stanley and the meatballs? No, no. Do you remember what this? season is this? Oh, it was like season eight. Or All right, no, yeah. I, no. I have no I knew reference. It. I know we can't he get did. through one fucking episode, Chris. <laughs> That's why I'm glad you're here. I, I, I'm, a, I, I'm sorry if the you're office a, is a, the best. an Office fan, but I can't get through. I've never seen a fucking episode. <laughs> I've and seen every one episode, episode of the Office. Of this oh my show, god! I've seen some gifts That's since right. then, or some every gifs episode of the show. I'm like, huh? Because they're always like, oh, that's like that episode of the Office. It's every so episode. relatable, I, I, Colin. It's so relatable. Yeah, I'm. I'm so out of the Office. I, I watched the British version. I mean, Before it came out in America, that's good. So I knew they that John Krasinski was going to get together with that one girl, but that was before the show came on. But that oh, was about oh, it. spoilers! Spoilers! Yes, Jim, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Jim and Jim and Pam is not a spoiler. Sorry, it's not. <laughs> yeah, everyone just knows that. Everyone knows that. So the faculty. The fact. Oh, I'm fact sorry. We should bring movie, it back, which we've barely talked. We barely talked. Oh my gosh! So let's talk about our hero protagonist, main character Zeke. Is he? Is he? Is he the main character? Or is it Elijah? I thought it was is Elijah Wood. Is it He literally saves Frodo the day. Frodo of the Shire. He's, yeah, he saves okay. the day. He's the protagonist. The All right, so here's a good point for discussion then. Because for some reason, it feels to me that they're setting up that Zeke is the uh, prior to the fact that Frodo saves the day. Spoiler. Well, you knew you were getting into that. But. Zeke is set up as the uh, main protagonist. Is, am I wrong? That they're setting in up this ensemble. It's a like he few seems strong to have, characters. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're setting up a few. There's strong yeah, they're, characters they're, that are being set up. Yeah, it, it, this seemed like the kind of horror movie where you're not waiting to see who's going to die next and survive. You're just trying to pick out like who's going to kill the the bad guy. Right, who's leading us to the end? Yeah, it, it seemed more like because about halfway through the movie, that's one of the things that I thought. I was like, when are these people going to start dying? 
Yeah. yeah, you know, I'm like well, none of nobody's died you, yet. It is surprising I, I, because that you don't movie. die. It's supposed to be a horror movie, over. and no one's died. But you get taken over, yeah. over, so you're not like, there anymore. Stand Your soul it. isn't there. Yeah, anymore. I get it. I get it. So you lost, right? Yeah. But not a lot of them. Like it, it none, of, none of the kids got right. their bodies it isn't like snatched, a screen if you will. Where you have your your main cast of characters and they start dying off. Yeah, like, that really doesn't happen. Like you know, like we said, Stan gets killed, like taken over, but they don't just keep dying off. No, we don't, has, when, we don't know when. We don't know when the Rooster, Rooster character gets taken, taken over. Directly but. from the 1970s, when he's at the window and yeah. he's like, "It's directly." It's that's what Leonard Nimoy says. Yeah. The fucking Donald Sutherland in the 1978 yeah. invasion of the Body Snatchers. It's shameless. They have That'd a scene that we were talking about the, the 90s earlier. Were shameless. We're talking about the thing earlier yeah. as a, an influence of this movie. There's a scene where they have to determine which one of them. Is or is not the alien? Yeah, they do the blood test. They do the blood test. And Only they, they, they don't snort caffeine. In this version, they do. Well, there's another callback to the thing, which is the head. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a head of a Tomka Johnson's head crawling around. Which you got to be fucking kidding. Well, that would have been a no. better line. That's from the thing, and then this and one said he's he says, like, "Fuck this, I'm out of here." Yeah, 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 not as good. Not as no, no, not as good. Not obviously, as good. <laughs> yeah, not, as, not good. as good. So it's like when you're doing your homage to a movie that you know, obviously you respect and admire. It's like I get that, but like, don't you have? Isn't it? I think part of the bargain is if you're going to do this, you have to do it better than they did it, right? In order to be successful, it's like sure, uh, that's the goal. And if you should if be. you don't do it as good, then what does that mean? That you're just ripping it off. It, so yeah, I guess yeah. that's what I'm going for. It's well, like, no, these yeah, scenes okay. feel like ripoffs from yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, it definitely is yeah the, the the B movie version of those B movies. Which is, which <laughs> makes it those a, other B movies. I, I don't want to wrap it up too quickly. Like <laughs> B minus movies. Up, there, yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. What does that equal? A B on a B? Was that a D? I don't know. Well, I think it's like B minus. B minus? Maybe C, maybe All a B right. plus whoa, 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 a B. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're getting, we're getting <laughs> maybe this is a good point to go to. <laughs> I don't know number or uh, letter math. Before we, we go to the wrap-ups, and we actually tell, give you our reviews, where we will break down the fucking faculty. Are you ending this? Holly, do we right have now? anything Do you have anything that you want to add before we go to wrap-ups? About the faculty? About the faculty. Is there I anything mean, we missed? We missed a lot. We haven't I mean, even, we I know. even talked about this movie. I was like, did we even really talk about it? I mean, no. There was characters we never even mentioned. We didn't mention uh, Clea Duvall or Clea Usher. Duvall, or, yeah. Or well, the, Usher, like, Usher really didn't Usher have a character. Character. With, with, a, with Usher's a last name. I mean, I mean, if we want to talk about Clea name. Duvall and Usher, then I'd like to talk about She's All That, and we could go off on another tangent. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> She's All That is is one of my secret favorites. It's I one love of the best She's All That. I don't think it needs to be ever. a secret, man. Just fly Just that flag. It. It's the best. Rachel E. Cook. Wow. I love Rachel E. Cook. I love She's All That. Are there cheerleaders in that movie? Have I seen this? And She's All That? I mean, it's a high school movie, so of course there's a cheerleader at some point. Oh, no, what am I thinking? Bring it on. Damn it. Okay, sorry. Yeah, no, She's All That, the... The, uh, Bring it on's a fucking classic, by the way. Bring it on is great. Just saying I because it all the time. Uh, Faith is in it and she's Eliza Dushku. Love Faith, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because she's so morose and angel, but and but she's very, but she's very peppy and uh, bring it on. That's very true. She's not though. She's a goth girl. They she didn't have ju- they didn't have a gymnastics team, so she tried out for cheerleading. Right. Did you see the movie, Colin? Yeah, I don't but she smiled. She smiled, Holly. She has she a smiling angel. Smiled. She also, she also she had a fake smile. Tattoo that she rubbed off. Right. Foreboding. 
I know too much about this movie. I love All right, it on. so I also do. Why don't we? Bring... Are we? Are we done? Are we? Are we done yeah. talking no, about? No, 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 we're not. We, we can't be done talking about the faculty. Well, Colin. We can't go on forever because we, 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 we haven't we mentioned. Can. We haven't mentioned Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. And you're trying to wrap Come up this show, on. Colin. This is going to be a slightly longer show. I have a feeling. <laughs> don't try and wrap us up early. We have to get through this. We haven't even gone through. Like Happy Gilmore's nemesis is in this movie. But why is we haven't Colin, even mentioned Colin, it? Colin, why and is he's he not in even this a movie? bad guy? Why is he in this movie? He's Colin? like what, the dad. Where was Happy Gilmore? Well, Christopher like McDonald's been in like a whole bunch of movies, yeah, right? He was Goose and Grease too. And then somebody, Come somebody, on. he was in Breaking. Somebody he was breaking. <laughs> yes. He was in Breaking. <laughs> so why are you actually surprised? Shooter McGavin is shooting at Shooter McGavin. T one thousand does it. If that isn't yeah. postmodern, what is? That's totally nineties. Wait, we got to do it. Finger there guns. Go. Yeah, he's, yeah, somebody finger, did that. Finger guns to Shooter yeah. McGavin. It's finger pistols. The finger way, pistols. Finger pistols. I mean, come on. What's if that wasn't, guns? that has to be a Robert Rodriguez no, thing. Like somebody, guns. finger pistols, finger, finger guns. guns. It's always been finger guns. Yeah. Damn it, for everyone, everywhere except for you. All right, wait, Thank all right, you. all right. I want to stop right now, and I'm very serious on this. It's finger oh, pistols. Oh, it's finger guns. It's finger pistols. Listener, it's, you're so. Wrong. I want. Someone, I think we need a vote. So I, think I want we need an online to chime poll. in this. We like, need, this, this is why is, Facebook needs to bring back the polls, so we can actually like put up a poll. Is it finger pistols or finger guns? Finger guns. I'm going to go on every social media that I have and ask this question. It's I'm going to go on the, okay. the well, one that I have. Well, let me ask you this. If they were to go on social media to tell us whether it's finger guns or finger pistols, how would they get a hold of us on Facebook? He's still trying to end Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. How would they get a hold of us on Twitter? At Sat Freak Show. How would they get a hold of us by email? Saturday Night Freak Show at Yahoo.com. And how would they get a hold of us by Instagram? At, at Saturday Night Freak, Saturday Night Freak Show. Show. Don't end this show, Colin. We haven't even discussed how this movie ends. Yeah, how does it end? How does it end? I'm dying to know. I am also dying to know. There and the was, only one who can take us there is there the narrator, another, Colin. There was another character. Does Frodo destroy the mention. ring? Like, how does it end? There was like, another character we didn't they, mention. They, the new girl. The new, the new girl. <laughs> oh, well, and, and we didn't mention the Nev Campbell lookalike yet. Oh, yeah, Jordana Brewster. We have not talked about this movie, Colin. <laughs> and whose fault is that? That's not my fault, Sean. Mine, but we've we've had discussions about everything. You're just talking about characters now. It's about kids okay. who fight the aliens, and at the end of it, I mean, it really they, is. like they do a blood test. I think we hit that. And we have the, the, right, the blood test. Is it a blood test? And then it's they have more like sorry, a it's more like a yeah. cocaine test. But sure. it's, right. Yeah, it's all. So they all have to do entire, drugs to prove they're the not aliens. The movie is an anti-drug campaign. No, it's, well, no, it's a pro drug. No, I think it's a pro drug, damn because they have to You're take right. the drug to prove they're not aliens. Because yeah. it's uh, because basically it's... to if you if you are a conformist, right, you become right. part of the, yes. the hive, and so you do drugs, and your mind is open, and you're able to see what's really happening, right. which is That's an right. alien invasion in That's your right. small town. And so we get to like so what the ending is we get to like they all go back to the high school because this is a big football game going on. This is a football town. Th- That's the climax. That's the climax. Yes. So they all go back to the high school as it's abandoned because everyone's at the football game. You're talking about the very end? Or which part are you talking about? The very end. When they get to the end because the, they go to After the, they all like, get high, they go back to the football game. The, yeah. <laughs> after they all do drugs. Right. And they all decide, like, well, we got to figure that. Because they all figure they that. They have to kill the queen. How they figured well, that out, I have no idea. Well, yeah, that's, that's sure this either. is, they're all going on, like, the science fiction uh, 
novels. Like they're going Invasion all, of the Body Snatchers. Right, they're all going on this logic. Which doesn't have a queen, right. but whatever. Right, right. But they're all going on this logic. They've all decided there needs to be a queen. Yep. Who, who presents the idea, I think, is, it's is the queen, uh, I think, in the movie, presents this idea. Perhaps. No, I can't uh, or, at least, remember. or at least says that this is where we should go. There's a bunch you, you of think that the, You think the actual queen would be like, I don't think that's how it works. Well, I'm, but I think... <laughs> you, well, you, you think that... But I mean, then someone mentions that, like, people the, off the, the Right. That the principal... Maybe uh, we just Newark need to kill all of them individually, queen. guys. And they all get this in their head that B.B. Newworth, she's the principal, she's the queen, she's the head of everything, so she's But we know, we know she's not the queen because Do, she uh, wasn't... No, no, we knew because she was she killed by somebody else. Killed by somebody else at the beginning of the film. So she we couldn't know be the queen. Robert Patrick. Was the, the kids know assumed it because she was the principal. Right. This is an yeah. They're assuming it because she's the principal. She's but we we obviously know that. So they go to the school, the abandoned school, and they've this well, which is the worst rundown school you've ever seen in your I, life. But, I mean, I've been I've been in inner city schools, but I like this for a long time. I like this school. The most disgusting school I've ever seen. I like that it's rundown. I also like. That they're uh, they've decided that the principal is the queen and they must kill her and the principal just shows up into the gym the abandoned gym that they're in looking for these students yes and the, the, you know everything kind of comes together for them just you know mm-hmm. as it does and mm-hmm. so they decide to <laughs> they decide they wrap her up into a volleyball net I think it is <laughs> of course. Point, everything was high school like, right they also and give drove, her drugs and they, so like, we have to they give also you drove the, the, the student driver her. car around town right. everything was revolving yeah. around high school yeah. Yeah. it's so good there's so, there's, I mean, there are whatever you may say about this movie. There's little details in this movie that are just like that's pretty good. I like that. Mm-hmm. They wrap her in a volleyball net and they're just like, "Fucking take these drugs, or we're gonna shoot you in the head." Like it's pretty dramatic at the end. Where they're just like, they have no chill at the end. Basically, like yeah. do this, or we're gonna oh, yeah. shoot I you. I was on pins you know, and needles. Taking deep. more drugs. Yeah, very deep, Colin. Yep. Could you stop making fun of me? For my <laughs> love of this movie. Yeah, thank you. I'd appreciate that. <laughs> but then they fucking like shit goes wrong. They shoot her in the head, and then. uh What's her name? Mary... Mary Beth. Mary Beth Hutchinson. Yep. And fucking pours The girl from all, Georgia. The girl... Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, right. Yeah. But pours all the fucking drugs on her, and she fucking disintegrates, and they have to figure out, well, like, well, maybe that was it. Like, was the principal the queen of this whole thing? But did we ever think that, John? I, if you're doing it that early in the movie, you shouldn't, as an audience member, think that that's the end of it. I know, because... If you're smart, that's well, your fake out. We should all know, because... The principal was attacked by another teacher, so clearly. Right. So we should, as her. the audience, know that clearly. this is not the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we're still trying to figure this out. Even though the principal was more attractive than anybody else in this movie, and you would think the more attractive. I mean, well, when you when you out attractive someone, that's attractive. I mean, uh, for me, it's John Stewart, but whatever. Don't get me wrong. Even with the goatee, really? Oh God, yes. Yeah, the goatee doesn't like turns it off for me. Not to make dude. you uncomfortable, but it's kind of the teacher thing, too. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. What How many drinks have you had? What can I do to get my grade up, teacher? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we all call our teachers teacher uh, back mean, in the day. Yeah. So that was Whatever. Just thing. It's fine. And apparently Josh uh, Hartnett is about to have an affair with his teacher. Because yeah. With the other alien from Men in Black. Once she becomes an alien, she's all talking to him about uh, cherry-flavored condoms and all this other stuff. And you're like, whoa. But after. 
after I love that after she is reverted back to her human form, she's still winking at him. Still, I know. Oh yeah, they're yeah. A so from they're, the stands. So they're clearly having an affair, right? And, 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 oh, and, he's, and he's the Danny Zuko because he's smoking as he's playing football. This is you the know? thing. This is the uh, uh, deleted scene I was talking about. Okay. I wish yeah. it was a uh, a post credit sequence. They filmed the scene where apparently they're in bed together. She wakes. What? This is it. She wakes up. Does After a Ellen hit Leterno, of the no pen way. of the you know the booger sugar the pen the booger drug. sugar <laughs> the pen the drug scat, which yeah, is not a scat. colorful version of pornography no. that involves people right. shooting on each other no. that, that was it's boob magazine it's a drug in this, this one yeah boob magazine boob magazine you only get one boob in this magazine no it's not even boobs it's boob yeah, magazine yeah you only get to see one nipple so they're in, in bed this one. she does yes. a hit she does a hit and then they you know they they smile and make out and everything so like just to show that they're together so they really are having an affair right. Awesome. Exactly. Love it. Okay. That's Wonderful. why I got cut. <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah. She does a hit and then... She does drugs and then has sex with her student. Oh, That's okay. why that scene got cut out of the movie. Yeah. That's why they didn't allow that. That's yeah, too, too far. far. Too far. Oh, wow. Wow. Wonderful. Yeah. But instead, we get a giant alien uh, CGI character. CGI, I think, pra- partly practical, I think. Part- oh, yeah. There's, uh, created yeah. by KMZ. Yeah. There's big practical parts of this because who is the... Uh, who do we find out is the queen? Like we get do we a scene. spoil it? Do we spoil it? I th- oh, no. We spoil everything. We always okay. spoil We get a scene where we have Stokely it's, and... It's, uh, Maddie, it's, it's the, obviously the new person in town. It's the Georgia Peach. <laughs> it the really Georgia is. Peach. Mary... The, the girl who, Bale. as far as we know, the actress, what's her name? We don't even Laura know. Laura Harris. Laura Harris. Laura Harris. Went on to do yes. nothing. A lot of TV. Okay. She did 24 after, a lot of TV, uh, yeah. what's her name, left, I think. The other blonde. Did All she right. take her well, she took the daughter? I don't know if she took the role or just took the placeholder. I think she took the placeholder as like, yeah, this like, person's well, in trouble. Jack Bauer that. needs a, a, a damsel in distress who's yeah. an attractive blonde, so we're going to put her in. Laura Harris, yes. Well, I, for one, am happy that humankind is able to rally together and find the spirit within to vanquish This is him wrapping up the show again. This yeah. is what he's doing. The, I can tell how much John likes this because he doesn't want the show to end. <laughs> <laughs> but they do. They they win. The, the how do they win? Are beaten yeah. Back. At least say how they won. Elijah Wood saves the day. Like, At least tell him. Well, Terminator Elijah style. Wood, basically, what you have to do is give the alien an overdose of drugs that kills him. Yeah. A Terminator style. You pin him in the bleachers. And Alien you, style. Out, no, Terminator style. Terminator style. Terminator style. Oh, in the press. Crush them into the. You said that. I'm just down. like, that's exactly how this Terminator goes. Where yes. it's influences on its sleeve. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Literally it had T1000 in it. And it, it even had the T1000 <laughs> in it. Uh, have you seen this boy? Like, yeah. Yeah. So did we like this? Edward or? Furlong was in it for Ed, crying out yeah. loud. Name dropped. So did we like this movie or didn't we? You're going to have to wait and stay with us through our mailbag, and you're going to find out, listener. But first of all, we're going to summon our mailman, Igor. Igor, bring us the mail. Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. Why, thank you, Igor. Thanks, Igor. That's it? That's it. I got nothing for him. Nothing about the thing that's like hanging out of his nose. Oh, no, it went in through his ear, because that's how they yeah, get it. Yeah, they all go through the ear. The pods go through the ear. I don't question things. I never question things I mean, hanging Igor, off of him. So, no, Igor has yeah. looked like he's been abducted by aliens for like yeah. three years, <laughs> I ignore, so I can't question I ignore how, any creatures yeah. hanging off of him. Yeah, that's I just, just don't want to know. how he lives. Yeah, just that's don't want to know. life, Colin. Don't judge him. You know, and for you to call attention to him is really like, that's... 
pretty, it's really rude. Well, it's I was rude. more it's commenting rude. on the way the alien orgasm, orgasms, always <laughs> orgasms, orgasms, organisms, or orgasms, alien orgasms get into your body. There is a little don't, life force in this. Don't say alien orgasms get into your body. Was that the life force with the naked lady walking around? Yeah, there's a little life force in this. In Star Trek 2, they get in through your ear. In Life Force, the naked lady walks around and kills people. That's true. That happens in this. But usually the squid creatures get in through the mouth. So this is odd that they get in through the ear. It has to be a Star Trek 2 callback because Robert Rodriguez then cast Ricardo Montalban in Spy Kids 3D. I thought you were in a rush to wrap this up. I was going to say, it's like, we'll never know. No, you wanted to. Okay, now I see how we get. During the movie part of this podcast, so why are you discussing it now? I don't know. The faculty. About it. Okay. Brent Attica writes in and says, Oh, Attica. wow. Yes. Attica. Your podcast. Attica. Attica. Okay. He <laughs> says, Oh, wow. Yes. Your podcast is on a run. Another film that I absolutely love. You guys. You. <laughs> you, you guys. You. No, you. We. You. Us. You. I'm reading it with the, love the it. Uh, punctuation as yeah. is. Okay. So Dom Cree writes in and says, Number one, I love Clea Duvall. Number two. Wait, wait, okay, yeah, I, I apologize. I, I'm out of the loop. Which one was she? Stokely. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I dug what, her. From she's John Carpenter's her. Ghosts of Mars. You don't from know. She's Clea all that. Am, Thank I you very apologize. much. She's done a lot. Uh, number two, Lane Staley vocals on the soundtrack. I think we just uh, proved that Lane Staley is not on the soundtrack. He's a singer from Alice in Chains. It, unless he did like a guest spot, or maybe maybe his maybe that song but I like was that in the he movie. Also thought I think the purpose does. of this is to be like we all right. We like Lane Staley. Like yeah. that's yeah. we all. Yeah. He is now. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he's on. Yeah. The, maybe he's on the movie, but maybe it's just not sold on the actual soundtrack. Maybe oh, like there's oh, oh, right because I was saying that sounded like the band is like no, I don't want to. No, you can't sell my music. Yeah, we'll do the movie. We're not going to sell this. All right. Well, Dom says I can't remember much else else but those two points make me consider rewatching it well it. Uh, uh, yeah the, uh, Alice in Chains is not listed okay. so, you know unless he's the lead singer for class of 99 I don't know maybe he, he oh, maybe that was amazing I don't know yeah, I, don't I, don't know. Think so, uh, I don't think so I don't think so or Asherwood uh-huh. writes in and says watching this movie as though there's actually nothing wrong with the kids is just wait Watching this movie as though there's nothing actually wrong and the kids are just insane is greatly entertaining. I love this movie. <laughs> I like that. I like, like they're, that. They're actually completely delusional. Yeah, they're just killing teachers. Because they're all great. high on that's whatever great. it is. Yeah, because they're high. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, because they're, they're all high. That's I great. Actually, sort of a Monty I Python actually, approach. I actually, like the Holy Grail. No. Like they're just insane in the this. forest. No, I actually had that right thought now. like halfway through this. I'm like, what if they really all just are tweaked out right now? Like, what if none of this is happening? Because at some point they all do the drugs. Yes. They're yeah. all just high and killing teachers. Yeah, I, like I love that, that version like of that. this movie. That would have been... Fuck. Wow. I, I, I'll say this. Great. That would have been really interesting. I think I would have preferred that ending. That's great. <laughs> Maybe that's what <laughs> That would have been a nice, nice little happened. twist. Uh, about our episode Rambo 3 TGS 12371. Get no. a name. 12371. Get a name. Says from 90s teen slasher films, films to 80s kick ass blowing shit up films. Right. All in one week. That's the way we do it. Hey, Miss Holly Joy. Oh, hey. Uh, he has a little face <laughs> no. with a love oh, thing so on this it. This is a, a love then, thing. Hey, so like the winky kissy face. Yep. And hey, Phantasm Michaela with a sad face. Oh. No. Oh, so <gasps> he's a. 
He's, he's a lover, not a fighter. Yeah, he called me queen last week. Shit, so he does not like Aww. us. <laughs> so, Brent Zemecki. I'm taking it back to the 80s. There's a love connection there. I think yeah. so. That's really nice. Brent Zemecki <laughs> writes in and says, I love the th- Rambo 3 review, you guys. Also on topic, Rambo 5 had the a teaser one. poster released due out in 2019. That news was released, uh, Brent the day after we yeah. recorded the podcast. Yeah, it's Kismet so, at that point. Well, we're, you know, wow. we have yeah. the powers yeah. Rambo of the 3 has to be my favorite Rambo movie. Really? Is it? Yeah, Thank it really very does. Much, Chris. It, really, it has to be. Cause it, <laughs> Thank that, you. Again, it's because it came out when I was like 12. Yeah. And that, that's when God, I thought Rambo was cool. Last week I yeah. faced a fucking gauntlet. Okay. No. Okay. Because okay. okay. you, you didn't call me. That's why. Colin is I would have been in the pit with you. I would have been the octagon with you. team partner. Brent also says, may I humbly recommend the Lou Lehman 1981 can exploitation film The Pit. The Pit. Which yeah, we watched we, the trailer. Colin and has watched the trailer for this before uh, the fact. We are intrigued. Yeah. Is it, is it can or Canuck exploitation? Canucks. I believe. I think it's Canuck exploitation. Canuck exploitation. It, it looked I, fucking Canuck. great. I, I think amazing. <laughs> that it's is about a guy, a kid, freak show worthy. Telly, teddy killer, bear. Well, a killer pit. Killer killer pit. Pit. Teddy bear, but the teddy pit. bear tells him to bring them yeah. to the pit it's, to get killed. It's very it's Teddy Rothskin is an evil kind of pre-child's play they, they thing. They called it Canadian horror and after so special. Like, I'm in. Yeah, I'm and, in. And what, what I love about it is it's, it's classic Canadian <laughs> horror, which is what i like, really? This is like, this is a thing. I didn't it's know Canadian horror was even a thing. It's put on the what? list. What? Black Christmas, my friend. That's Canadian. Uh, so much a thing that it's been exploited. Play with, shouldn't play it's with that Canuck exploitation. Brent, I I gotta tell you, I had never heard of this movie no, either. It looks pretty awesome. It looks pretty awesome. It has officially gone on the list, sort of my <laughs> friend. It is officially on the list. Yeah. Holly is the keeper yes. of the list. Uh, Brent also said about our episode in time, I thoroughly enjoyed your review of Just In Timber Lake. No. Oh, boy. Very, very funny. I still a love long the film. Walk. I didn't realize that Roger Deakin shot the film, but I've always yeah. remembered loving the cinematography. Wow, so that Roger Deakin's actually pretty amazing. Oh, he's very amazing. He's very good. And even when he's slumming it in movies like In mm. Time. Mm. He slums it on purpose. Like, mm. he doesn't need to do... No, he doesn't. No, he's, he's but he wants to. He is I think he has top class. Roger Deacon stuff, is so. pretty incredible. Uh, my unfab life writes in and says about in time, and no one made a Jim Croce reference. I'm I, that, you know what? I, I wasn't there for in time, but I love that movie. What's it's a Croce? It's Cro- Jim Croce. Yeah, Jim Croce. that's that is a deep cut seventies music reference. Yeah, if right I there. could keep time in a bottle. Yeah, yeah. if I could I keep time, time in a bottle. I, if you don't like in time, like you 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 have no soul. I, that's my thought. That's because a good that song. is an amazing amazing movie. We didn't recommend it. No, thank no, no, you. Oh, <laughs> that is oh, man. I know I'm going off on a tangent. <laughs> that I love that movie. About uh, a father and sons, man. Well, we talked cats in the cradle on that movie <laughs> and the silver moon about uh, the movie Gattaca because it was yeah, uh, yeah, co- oh. it was directed by the guy who did that. And we yeah. really yeah. like Gattaca. Steve yeah. Coat, nineteen seventy four, writes in and says, "I remember enjoying Gattaca a lot." Nineteen ninety seven. Does yeah. it still live up to expectations? I mean, I like Gattaca. but does it still hold up to expectations? I, I have no I, idea because we watched in time. We did. We haven't watched Gattaca. I'll say Gattaca does. It was a pretty good movie when I saw it. I mean, I like Gattaca. I would watch that fucking thing again. I uh, watched it a lot. I haven't seen H- it in a long time. H- yeah, a long HBO time. all the time. Love but it was movie. good when I saw it. In oh, it was good. Uh, about our episode, uh, about our episode, Humanoids from the Deep, Liquid uh, Screams writes in and says, I love this movie. 
As you the faculty? No. No. And humanoids from the deep. Oh yeah, the okay. humanoids from the deep. I feel you. Uh, Nathan Bartlett writes in and says, Who are "Okay, you? so this is a non-specific episode question. Okay. Here it comes. Okay, and I hope you are ready for this. Mm, we'll see. And we love this listener when you hit us up with this kind of yeah. shit because bring I appreciate it. it. Bring it. Give us some shit down. we're not expecting. Yeah. Nathan Bartlett writes in and he says, "If the movie Face Off, ooh, okay, well, I'm already in on whatever you want to yeah, say. I'm if in. it was remade uh-huh. and the lead actors recast, uh-huh. I love this. This is a multiple choice. That's great. Would you make the most confusing?" Rep- who would make the most confusing replacements for Nicolas Cage and John Travolta? A, Nick Nolte and Gary Busey. B, <laughs> Dylan McDermott and Dermot Mulroney. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. I knew you were going to say that. C, Guy Fieri and Smash Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I wish Michaela was here right now. Oh, that's Michaela would love this. D, Rob Zombie and Margot Robbie. Oh. What? <laughs> oh, I The other one's wow. made sense to me. That one has to be a dig that I don't what? get at all. Sure. I don't understand. I, I'm not I don't sure I've ever gotten Rob Zombie and Margot Robbie confused. I, I'm going to go I, with... I'm uh, very, I, I, I get that. I right. Yeah, the other ones, very clearly. I'm going to go with uh, Dylan McDermott and Dermot Moroni. That's what I'm going, going with, too. That's I mean, my I favorite. I might go for the Guy Fieri Smash Mouth. <laughs> I, I, I think like Guy Fieri is the leader, lead singer for Smash Mouth. So I want to find out. There you go. I think he's playing a double role there. the most insane version of it, because are we singing and cooking at the same time? Do we still have the same hair? Like, are we just... Think right because you're gonna take a face off. Would you have to with Guy Ferrari and Smash Mouth? I gotta go with Dermot Dermot on that one. All right, Dermot Dermot. All right, no more Dermot wins because Dermot's big. No, I don't get. I mean, maybe there's there's options in there. That is the most intriguing one is the Rob Zombie switching faces of Margot Robbie. Am I right? I mean, I want to watch. I still don't understand. I don't get it, but I want to watch it. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go around the room and we're gonna tell you what we thought of tonight's movie, starting with. Colin, what did you think of the faculty? This faculty, is what the, Colin, the perspective don't. of time gives you. I twenty saw years, this twenty years, twenty, 20, 20 years. years this year. This is the twentieth anniversary, anniversary right here. Oh, yeah, we're celebrating it now before anyone else does. <laughs> will they? Is the question. Um, I think they will. Are they going to re-release this? I think. Here's the thing. They might, Chris. I don't know the. Uh, I think, again, nostalgia colors how you perceive this movie. I think if you were, you know, I mean, again, when I saw it, it was kind of uh, in that whole cluster of 90s teen films, which all kind of now, to me, have the same kind of look, feel, and sound. You know, they all seem like, I mean, I guess if I was going to pick one. That doesn't that, help uh, when Marco Beltrame is scoring all of yeah, them. But I would pick Scream probably. Let's stop and let's eliminate Scream. Scream is yeah. amazing. Because we can't not pick Scream over everything Scream is really every, iconic. Every rational we have human to, being will pick right, Scream we have, So we have yeah. to get rid of it. <laughs> okay. And we have to realize Especially that there is a, a yeah. genre, a subgenre where every, everyone tried to rip off Scream. Right. The rip off Scream. This is the subgenre. And we have to realize that's a thing and we have to pick from there and then i would probably go with i know what you there did last summer there it is um, okay that's good uh, we're also keeping in the kevin williamson sphere we are. like since yes. he did all we these are. goddamn movies he did um this is like i'm a fan of robert rodriguez uh but i don't feel robert rodriguez when i watch this no. movie 
I like the people in it, which is probably the thing that this movie has going for it the best. It's like, oh, it's a star-studded cast. Yeah. True. Where you're like, look at all these people doing these, you know, whatever characters that they're doing, which is, you know, uh, off the beaten track for some of them. It's pre-Lord of the Rings for Frodo. Yep. You know. <clears throat> it's pre-Fast and Furious for... It, for uh, uh, Pre-Daily Yeah. For, pre, like, yeah. Yeah. So that kind of gives it an interest. Um, Pre-Walter White for Josh Hartnett. Sorry. That's not a thing. Yeah, he, I don't think he was in Breaking No, he but, wasn't. He no, wasn't. But, <laughs> because they're both making drugs. No, but, uh, no I apologize. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it failed. Uh, it failed. Uh, it was gotcha. a fail. I it started off the podcast. No, no, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> so, um, I think the, the problem that I had with it, both the first time and this time, is that it is a movie made by a filmmaker who is clearly paying homage to movies that he likes. And the movies he likes being Invasion of the Body Snatchers and The Thing and, you know, either Night of the Creeps or Shivers, you know, one of those. Or, um, you know, the David Cronenberg movie, mm. which may also be known as... They came from within. Maybe you saw another that title. Maybe you didn't, but it's called Shivers, I think. In but it's David Cronenberg. It's, yeah, oh, they, it's the slugs right. that crawl into you I and know, take you I've over. Never seen and then the Night of the Creeps is like, because of that. Yeah, okay. Um, so you're saying I need to go back and watch Shivers because that is the well, generation a, of all these things that came It's a after contagious it. disease movie. That's the Cronenberg yeah. body horror deal. Sure. And everybody becomes a hive mind kind of thing. So this has been going on forever. And like this movie doesn't. Something we didn't discuss. But that, this doesn't bring like a uh, one of the many things we didn't. Discuss. Yeah, that's very yeah. true. But we apologize, listener, if you were. Is there waiting a, is for there it. a connectivity between the mother and the rest of like is that is that presented throughout this movie? No, that there is a connection. I don't she think so. says basically, so. if you become one of my, you know, become part of me, uh, you'll become beautiful, and you won't you lose your identity, basically yeah. your individuality. That's the thing that that, that that all these movies. This owes a debt to John Carpenter. This is very much the thing. It's very much Halloween. Mm -hmm. It's very much, you know, uh, Escape from New York. You have to maintain your individuality in the face of conforming to whatever the masses are. And uh, and the the idea of Robert Rodriguez or Kevin Williamson, that's by uh, our hero is a drug dealer. And you have to do drugs in order to open your mind in order to be able to see that, you know, once you do the drugs, you're like, holy shit, this is, you know, this will determine who is and who is not. Uh, party, you know, like the real people, and the other people are all these faceless, evil authority figures or whatever. Which is now when I watch it, I'm like, you know, you're hit by the whole like '90s disaffected youth. They're like, what are you disaffected by? You've got like everything. You just, you know, the economy was great. Yeah, everybody could have a job. Yeah, yeah. But all the kids in the '80s were like, in, you know, '80s man. movies were like uh, a lot more. Uh, relatable because they weren't like you didn't fucking hate them right now right as soon as you met them where like in 90s movies and 2000 era movies and i'm looking at you friday the 13th part you know remake i'm looking at you texas chainsaw massacre movie. the beginning that this stars jordana brewster movie. where i hated the people as soon as i met them so i don't care if they get killed yeah, um, that is a problem. That's a problem, I think, with this movie, even though it's trying to say, like, that's part of its uh, idea, basically. We're going to introduce you to a bunch of horrible people who are disaffected because everybody else around them is horrible. And once everybody else becomes, like, 
part of the collective. Like that makes him even more horrible. I don't know. It's Do you just, think they're horrible people? <clears throat> like all the characters were introduced. Uh, did you to? see you the opening Elijah scene? Wood is a horrible person. Well, well, yeah, Elijah Wood's the only is person who's like, not horrible. Yeah, he's yeah. Josh, Everybody he's else Josh is pretty much horrible. a douche. Yeah, he's a horrible. He's person. horrible. Yeah. Why is yeah. he horrible? Because he is like going out there. I mean, is the whole, Clea Duvall horrible? Why she's is she a misanthrope. Right, she but hates everybody her, else. Well, this she's a, a miserable person. person. She's a miserable person. You don't identify person. with a person who doesn't like other people? Because she's a miserable person. She doesn't like everybody. That's what I'm saying. That's the difference. <sighs> but she tries. Like, we're talking about... No, she like, doesn't. Does she, she does 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 her, does her 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 The new girl comes up to her. She's trying to... And, like, says, hey, I'm so-and-so. And she's like... But we go on from that, and she's trying. Like, the new girl forces her into trying to, like, you know, to try and relate to... Why are you my science lab? She's, she's trying to get her to conform. But that, does that make her a horrible person? Like I never to, said she was. I'm well, not what I'm saying, but like she's <laughs> no, not she's horrible. she's not a horrible person. Who, but she's who, just, okay, let's she's turn just introverted. She's she's you know retreated into herself. And, but by doing who, so, she basically is which like, one is a like everyone else? Yeah, that's we, a horrible person. Let's turn this around. Which one's a likable person besides John Stewart? I mean, which one's but a likable? He's not part person? of the teen. Yeah, exactly. You can't look at sure. the teachers because they are all eventually become the enemy. So, which is you know, another faculty. adolescent yeah, fantasy, right, and it's yeah. a movie called The Faculty. And I by the way, the tagline for this movie was "Take me to your teacher." Take me, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, which is a good tagline. And, and by that. and by Tommy like Hilfiger, yeah. I'll take that. Take me to your uh, teacher. I think Josh Hartnett is supposed to be the coolest. Oh, I think sure, so. Yeah, of course. right. Or Jordana Brewster. You don't, I think. You don't, I, I think Ordana or Jordana Brewster. You don't cast Josh Hartnett if you don't want him to be the cool right. guy. Yeah, but I don't. I think Jordana Brewster comes off as she's the bitchy rich girl, and so yeah. I don't think she's necessarily as relatable. She's as, the Molly Ringwald. From I think Mary, Breakfast Club, Mary not Beth, Pink. But Mary Beth is probably the one that you're supposed to go like. She's the decent person in this thing, and then the movie subverts that and says, surprise, she's actually the alien menace. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, yeah, I don't know. It just feels, you know, now watching it, I'm like, well, if I want to go see a better version of this movie, and this is, I guess, what I was thinking about while I was out having a smoke earlier. Was, <laughs> where, where Colin does most of his thinking. Where I do most of my thinking. Uh, the idea that, like, I watched Invasion of the Body Snatchers when I was a kid, and it's about disaffected adults, but as a kid, I liked it, and it, that movie, I think, is a classic. I watched The Thing as a kid, but it's about disaffected adults, and, you know, who can't trust each other, whatever, and I, you know, same thing. Thought it was amazing, and I liked it. He doesn't like teenagers. This is a movie about <laughs> teenagers. He doesn't like it. But it's because... It's because, A, I don't think they behave like real teenagers, which I don't think a lot of movies do anymore anyway. Yeah, uh, I don't think they ever did, frankly. Teenagers. I don't think they ever did. But at least frankly. they tried in some way. It used to be like you'd show kids in movies doing stuff that ki- actual kids do, and now they're like, we can't show this because we're afraid to set a bad example that kids will see this movie and actually do this behavior. Right. They're doing drugs. Yeah, but I'm like, kids get into some awful shit. Kids, don't do drugs because you're trying to prove you're not an alien. Just don't do that. Yeah. That should be a PSA. But yeah. I guess that's how I wrap this up is that uh, I would rather go back to those movies, which I think are the the classic versions of the story, than see the movie that's like, here's, you know, whatever, a 90s version of that story 
But it, I don't think, I think, like, again, I said earlier, you have to do it better than the original one did sure, it. Sure, yeah. And if you're stealing scenes. subvert it in a way that makes it entertaining. Right. Which right. I which think is the, hateful yeah. Eight, yeah. the Hateful Eight yeah. Tarantino's version of The Thing, and it's like, okay, this is a, it's The Thing, but it's done in a different way that I don't, you know, it's not the, the exact same thing. If you're going to steal lines and dialogue from the fucking other movie, and you can't improve on them. Then you got to go see the other movie. The other movie is the standard bearer, and that's the one you got to see. So I don't know. I didn't have a really good time watching it the first time. I thought it was like, eh. And this time it was kind of the same uh, thing. So 20 years didn't improve the Im- experience. So, uh, Chris, what do you think of the faculty? I, I have to plead a little ignorance up front here. I, I, I <laughs> thought I had Explain seen this movie this us, 20 years Explain ago. Explain what you thought you were getting into. <laughs> I really thought uh, Ernie Hudson was the bad guy because <laughs> I thought I'd seen the faculty, but apparently I saw uh, another 90s movie about teenagers rebelling against their faculty called The Substitute <laughs> with Tom Barry. Berenger and Ernie Hudson. Um, so I I apologize. When I came here, I thought I was watching that movie, and I came here, and I'd never seen this movie before. And uh, this is no Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It is no The Substitute. Um, I, I think <laughs> oh, I enjoyed that movie more, but again, it's been 20 years since I've seen that movie. Um, anytime the rebels in a 90s movie is, is, is demarking themselves as the rebels by playing Offspring, that's your first clue that they're probably not all that rebellious but again it goes back to are any of these characters that likable mm-hmm. and if you can't like anybody why do you care um i really did enjoy the moment where the old lady's in the shower i guess that was like the only redeeming moment that i found that was sort of a legitimate creep factor thing that i thought was kind of new and maybe i'm just not as versed in the horror genre but that's something i'd never seen before like is that really that's, also the goriest movie? The part we get in this movie, I think it is. you get you know what? I, I don't know. He's probably seventeen in the shower. He's the stud. He's you know he's the captain of the football team, and he's like, hey, I'm a handsome stud. And he, you know, a lady walks in the shower, and you're like, oh, hey. and then it happens to be like an eighty year old woman that's about to like you know fall I got fall apart oh, in front of him shining. and eat his brain. I was yeah. gonna say, off I was shining. gonna say, well, it's I, I, the I, I'm not as versed. It's the, I apologize. It's the bathtub scene in yeah. The Shining. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and so that was a legitimate creepy, but it still wasn't worth, I guess, the price of admission. Although this does explain exactly to me why Wilfred is a show, because Elijah Wood is messed up. Um, I, 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 I thought he was fun. Um, but what, about halfway through the movie, I was wondering when they start, when everybody was going to start dying finally. And that's a bad sign. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a little too self. It, it tried to be self referential, like Scream, uh, with the body snatchers and the puppet masters connections. Um, but it also tried to be a, a, almost a self parody, and uh, it, it never did either one enough. And so, it, it, so it, to me, it came across as it, it didn't do enough to be in on its own jokes. So it, it ended up not being as entertaining as it could have been. Um, but uh, I, I thank God that, that John Stewart and Elijah Wood still have a career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, I really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, it, it kind of fell flat for me. So Holly. Um, yeah, no, I think you guys have, have hit on 
the the main points here it comes down to that we really don't care about anyone in this movie and that that is t- usually a problem with with movies it can be it can be <laughs> you know you you want to like somebody you, you want to root for somebody and in this I'm just like I don't give a shit uh, maybe a little about shooter McGavin I hope he's okay <laughs> I didn't I didn't want anything to happen to him um but yeah, no, I, I didn't I didn't feel for any of these characters and a lot of them I just found really irritating. Um and I agree that everything was just too derivative. It, it didn't it didn't have any sort of um any foundation of its own. It just seemed like it was ripping off these other movies. I don't think that it came across as an homage. It came across as just sloppy because I don't I didn't feel like anyone really knew what the point was gonna be of this. Um it it just it just felt kind of all over the place. Like it didn't have it it didn't have the 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 bodywork to to really solidify what was happening. Um, I get I got that it was this you know invasion kind of movie or in, like invasion of the body snatchers kind of movie, but it just didn't feel like it, it didn't feel put together. I guess. Um, so yeah, it wasn't really working for me. I will say my favorite part was in the the biology lab when the when John Stewart came in that we cuz we didn't talk about that that was my favorite scene when he snapped <laughs> off the the paper cutter and used yeah. it as a sword. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's great. He stabbed him in the eye and then cut off his fingers. That part was fantastic. And what made it even better was the end credits with the picture credits. And John that's Stewart, wonderful. John Stewart had the eye patch and his and hand was wrapped up and he was great. just smiling. Yeah, that was like a nice that was that a nice reference. Later came, but that's a that, great. That like was, realizing where your oh character's at and coming back to be like, he's got an eye patch now and his fingers are gone. Had they, had, they, had they capitalized on some of that parody, I think it would yes, exactly. really work. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, it, this movie felt all over the place because it had these moments that referenced other movies and it had these moments that were supposed to be funny, but they weren't. And that was the one moment I'm like, you nailed it. You, we got what you yeah, were doing, comes back, and it yes. works. Like right. that worked for me. Like the whole scene was just a really good scene. I liked it a lot. It felt right. Like it made sense that John Stewart's character was all of a sudden this like menacing person, and he wasn't supposed to be. And they they had that moment like where he tossed him the the sword, if you will, and they stabbed him. It just felt like, sword, it felt sword. It felt like cool. such a great. That's one of my scene. favorite scenes yes. of this movie. It was just like Zeke. And he just yes. tosses him. The I was thing like, and grabs this, him. like he's ready. Like, the music behind the, it also. Exactly. Yeah, I was like this well is the it. teen horror movie that I want. This scene right here. And if the whole thing had been that scene, I would have liked this movie. But that was really the only part that just that really worked for me. So I can't say overall that I recommend the faculty. Yeah, and on a side note, being a teacher, I, I do have to tell you that there. Does this there ever is, happen to you? I, alien invasions? No, not, not alien invasions, but but fingers being cut by the paper cutters. Oh yeah, yeah, that's oh. actually a really oh. popular popular thing oh. among yeah. teachers. Yeah, yeah, it actually does. And oh Jesus! Jesus. Yeah, like they're they cut dangerous. off like the nubs of their fingers. I mean, uh, what does that? I, I ask, what does that say about the mechanism versus what does that say about the people operating that machinery and stuff? Who is it? You know, I'm going to say this, but then you're going to see me do it about a week um it, it's not that complex a machine no. right yeah that's yeah, what no. i'm thinking Paper, but then again blade, you're done <laughs> right you know, get your fingers out of the way you, you but 
I don't know. I don't know. But that is one of the most common um, disability claims for teachers is when they cut their own finger off. With <laughs> That's wonderful. It's no joke. Oh, my God. We were actually warned about that the other day by HR. I'm sure yeah. that's a video you got to watch when you're like, so <laughs> is it right? you to watch the video. Yeah. And, and then another video that we actually watch is to never actually close the door or, or, or create a blind between you and the hallway, which is what exactly what John Stewart does when he decides yes. to kill the kids. Uh, it's like, you know yeah. something bad is about to right. happen. Like, you know you're about to like beat a kid when you, sh- when you close <laughs> that blind. Cover all, like, yeah, like, I don't want anybody to see this. It's like, well, you know he's a bad guy now. He yeah. shut the blind. Yeah. It feels yeah. great. We're so just it's, like, it's <laughs> nice that in that same scene, they do both the things you're never supposed to do as a teacher. <laughs> shut the blind or cut your own finger off. I can see that teacher video. It's just like, so you know you're a teacher. <laughs> yeah. These are the things you Wait, is your video do. done by Captain America? Because it kind of uh, seems like is. it. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> is. A little bit. Oh. Uh, ooh, the faculty. Um, Sean, what did you think? What, what do I think about the faculty? faculty? Um, I'm going to be a lot more forgiving than the rest of you were, I'll tell you that. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that uh, my thoughts, I'm, maybe my thoughts of this movie are, are completely blinded by, by nostalgia. You know what? Um, I think I'm prepared. There's nothing wrong with that. There's well, nothing wrong with that. What I'm saying, uh, yeah. Well, what I'm saying is I'm prepared to live in that world where that's how I feel about this movie because I still enjoy the hell out of this movie. I like these characters. I like the kind of. Uh, I like the cast that was assembled for this because um, I still uh, recognize these characters as they've gone on from this movie, like Jordana Brewster. I know mm-hmm. Cleo Duvall is still doing stuff, and Elijah Wood, obviously. Josh Hartnett, um, you know, he's still doing Usher. stuff. Usher, obviously, <laughs> still doing things. Um, so, um, I, I, I mean, I like the characters in this movie. I mean, say what you will about them, but I and I like the little things with. I really like the cast of this movie, and I think that's a big thing for me. Selma Hayek and and uh, Robert Patrick, and I th- I like everybody they brought into this movie, and I think that's um, I think that has a lot to do with why I like it and how everyone acts in this movie. I still find this movie fun, and uh, I like what all the actors are doing in this movie. I, I like the things they reference. I like. I just like the 90s feel of this movie and that soundtrack. Oh, no. I, yeah, I, will, very live, 90s. I will live in the 90s of things. And I, I like where this movie lives in the 90s of everything. The soundtrack, I think, is great. As we were listening to this thing, I'm like, I want to fucking buy the soundtrack. I want to find whoever put this together and see if it's still out there. Um, you I'm, you can blame it on nostalgia and I'll be right along with you. But I, I still like this movie and I want to watch it again. I fucking recommend The Faculty. I think that's got... <laughs> Yeah. That Marco Beltrami score on it, on it. There is there is shit about this movie that will never get old to me. Like, you say what you will about Marco Beltrami and his career and what he does, but I like what he does for movies like this, and I'm all for it. I like this movie, and I'm gonna fucking watch it again, despite mm-hmm. all of you. So yeah. I recommend the fucking <laughs> faculty. It, man. It's got those fucking actors. Oh yeah, I like. Did you it. bring Urban Legend two to the? Show? I brought Urban Legend. Urban Legend, not yeah. two. One of them. All right. I brought okay. Urban Legend, but ah oh, sure. fuck, I I like this movie. I'm yeah, I'm down for it. I recommend it to all of you. Let's do it. Own it, man. Faculty. <laughs> ah. All right, so that is the faculty. The final word on the faculty. I was trying to work in some alliteration. I don't know if the word. Yeah, uh, the fucking faculty. Yeah. The fucking <laughs> final word. No. All right. On the faculty, on the Saturday Night Freak Show. And so that means that next week we're going to be watching a movie that's chosen by Holly. 
Hollywood watching next week. Next week we are. Please watching. be the pit. Please be the pit. <laughs> Please. <laughs> All right, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> like I'm really starting to give into peer pressure here. <laughs> um, the pit is on the list. Yeah, it's definitely on it's the on list. It's on the list. It's on everybody's list um, at this point. But I feel like I have American to. American Ninja. I feel like I have to stick with what I what I chose. Sure. Um, we're taking a listener recommendation. Oh no. And we're watching Samurai Cop. Ooh, Samurai nice. Cop. Samurai Cop. I don't know anything good. about this. Nice. I watched the trailer and it looks ridiculous. But it's called Samurai Cop. I, or, Samurai and Cop. Yeah, the yeah, title, yeah, just smashed together. There was RoboCop. A compound there, there was Ninja Cop. Cop. And now there's Samurai <laughs> yeah. Cop. Yeah. All right. Can't wait. That's next week on Saturday Night Freak Show. We hope you'll join us. Please do. And until then, the basement is going dark.